online, on digital, and on 88 to 91 FM. BBC Radio 2. Russell Brand. You're listening to the Russell Brand Radio Show. We are live on Radio 2. We are coming at you, near you, from Los Angeles, California. This is my voice. That was Matt. Why did you bark in the background then? <clears throat> I anticipated having to speak, so I cleared my throat. Mm, in anticipation. Oh dear. Later on in the show, lots of things might happen. Who knows? Alex James at a blur, he'll be on the phone talking to us. And what did you say when I uh, presented that as a possibility, Matthew? I said he's nice and jolly and he makes his own cheese. That's right, that's what you said, and that's what we'll be talking to him about. Also, we might be talking to Laura Marling, who's been nominated for a Mercury Prize for her record that but she does. More importantly, likes me. Yeah. And me. <laughs> The Does show. She, she likes the show, I think. Ah, really? I don't, well, I just, yeah, I just deduced that she liked me when she said the show. But of course, yes, you are a <laughs> key element that she could, could find attractive. Right, we'll be doing Jingle Race War later. Will no. we? Why? We, we never do it anymore. That's true. Jingle Race War. Yeah, also, you promised Slash would be on the show. Well, I forgot to text Slash. That's all that happened because of my lifestyle. I forget, I can't be texting Slash every no, minute got a of the photo day. Shoot. Slash is booked in a photo shoot now because I think I have spite. I think he's <laughs> spitefully getting photographed not being on the radio. I sent Slash a, a text message today because people have been going, I oh, remember to text Slash because you said he was going to be on the radio show. He said he was going to be on the radio show. It was a big thing that he was going to be on the radio show. I kept forgetting about it. I forgot for too long. And then I texted him today and he said, oh, I've got a photo shoot. I then texted back, well, be sure to smile and take that hat off. <laughs> now, I've, I've not... I've not heard back from him yet, so maybe I crossed a, a line in Slash's mind there. Nope, there's no. I just saw there was a text message on my phone. I thought perhaps it was from Slash. It is not from it's Slash. Not fair that you're allowed to text Slash. I'm allowed to text Slash, Matt. That's one of my privileges for being me. God knows I pay a high price for being me, but one of the privileges. Make friends with Jimmy Page as well. I will friend him right up and lure him into our lives. Yeah. So later on the show, Jimmy Page <laughs> will. <laughs> and be Branson, we still haven't made friends with Branson. Yeah, and it's real difficult for our air travel that we've not yet befriended Branson. Later on, we'll be using this radio show to make our lives even more convenient. Do you know Branson? Does anyone here know Branson? If you know Branson, text us or email us, russell.brand at bbc.co.uk, or you can text 88291, the people in England that include poet laureate of the show, Mr G, who some say doesn't get enough credit for the fantastic poems that he does, summarising the show. Who says that? No one. I he just gets thought, clapped. He get, yeah. There we give is. him a good clap, don't that. we, at the end of it, and go, oh, it's the best one ever, <laughs> we say. <laughs> Every week we say that, don't we? They are really good poems, but I think perhaps it's because Mr G, poet laureate of the show, is an ungrateful man. Like, remember when he was in that musical, uh, Into the Hoods or Woods or wherever it was, that's yeah. finished just today? I think, like, he never appreciated having that West End job. Whenever you'd mention it, he'd just roll his eyes and, like, like suck his teeth and maybe even spit tobacco into a <laughs> pail. Like, he never really seemed grateful, except for when young Georgie Sampson, Britain's tiniest dancer, was in it. Then he perked up. Oh, yeah. I, I can hear him breathing in London. <laughs> there, Mr G. Hello. <laughs> There he goes again, yeah. angry Yosemite Sam style cowboy, Mr G. G, so you finished your job then? Finished. Finito. Happy now? Um, um, I'm happy, yeah. Yeah, I'm happy. So you're going to come out to the... Why don't you come to Los Angeles and visit us and be here with us? I'll come eventually. When are you guys coming back? Well, I don't know. What, is that when you'll come? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a spiteful way of phrasing that bit of information. When you guys coming back, that's when I'll come. Do you know, Mr. I was talking to G once about his friend in Los Angeles, and it yeah. turns out they're all gun-toting 
maniacs. Like I've, I've got strange friends in guns LA. and stuff. Yeah, well, we don't mm. want to get drugs or crips. Yeah, I, I, what I'm, side? I don't know anything. Yeah, 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 you better keep quiet. Put it in a poem, you big Nancy boy. You're out of your neck. <laughs> Mr. G will be summarising the show. Later on, we'll hopefully be talking to Noel Gallagher. God knows I just text him to ask him, which is more than I did for our uh, big star guest <laughs> Slash that we're going to build a show around. We've got all sorts of Slash-related items. Slash Guitar Hero competition was going to be coming. Oh, it was going to be great. But instead of which, you've got us. And that, in many ways, it's the, sometimes I listen to an old podcast, Matt. Best bits is just us showing off and talking. Oh, yeah, of course. So you don't really talking care. Guitar here. Do you remember mm -hmm. when you came in my house and tried to play it? I was good, wasn't I? Terrible. I couldn't understand it. It's nothing like playing a guitar, which I also can't do. It was like, really bad. Yeah, I found it hard to. I just well, didn't... sort of hung that little guitar on an ostrich. <laughs> 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 I didn't like it. I didn't like having to stand there opposite a screen showing off in you that way. You couldn't do it. I didn't understand the concept. It was like a highway road going on. Every so often you have to press a button. I don't like it. That's exactly what being a rock star's like. Standing on a highway, yeah. pressing a button every so often. <laughs> yeah. You're living in the dream world, mate. That's not what Slash is doing now. He's having a photo shoot That's done. That's true. Hat on, hat off. Who knows? We'll never know. Unless he comes on next week, as he pledged to do when he responded to the first text earlier on. So next week we will have him. If you've got an email, uh, send it to russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. That's what this person done in response to me telling them last week about me <clears throat> Sniveling around Tony Blair on my holiday last week. This one's from Dom Brown. Dear Russell, you said you went to Malaysia on your holiday. So did I. About two weeks ago, I saw Tony Blair there as well, outside a church. And I sidled up to him and his wife like a miserable wretch and I shook their hand. I'm disgusted at myself. Lots of love, Dom Brown. You'd think Blair on holiday, this soon after being the, the premier, mm. would have, like, bodyguards He stuff. did have our holiday. But how did that bloke sidle up to him? Yeah, Dom Brown. Because you could shake his hand, you could... Kill him. Stab him in the hand with a poison dart. Just as easy. Yeah. I think that's a rocky match. Just like, <laughs> that's not how it's done. <laughs> when I killed the Ayatollah over in Palestiniaki, <laughs> I'd done it with my hands around his throat or with a No, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Because I heard that when Bill Clinton was in Ireland mm. and he had a drink at a pub, they, yeah. these men came over and smashed his glass up and took it with them. That's, what do you mean? I don't know. They would, <laughs> Why would they they do would that? leave his DNA on a glass. What are they going to do with Bill Clinton's DNA? I don't know. I was he left told it all this. in a spunky form up that woman's dress nice well, enough, didn't he? Well, maybe that's why. Right. When he leaves his DNA, there's always problems. Sorry for saying spunky, in case it's rude. So, but yeah. <laughs> it is. Not think, in Australia. Not in Australia. Means... It just means you're a real live wire. It just means you're nice. Yeah. So, uh, okay, Matthew Morgan, riddle me this. Why was he then on my holiday with Tony Blair? There was bodyguards all over him. Bodyguards there when I tried to deliver him a souffle in the night. Bodyguards there when I tried to offer him a beach towel. Every time I tried to approach that Tony Blair character, he was bodyguards. surrounded surrounded by him. Even Sherry Blair was hard enough to get near. Did you actually have any contact with him? None. I wasn't allowed. How I did you know they were there? Because when I, goes, when I arrived, someone goes, Mr. Blair is in that little hut, right, like that. Oh, it wasn't a hut, it was a nice Could beach Could have been Lionel filler. Blair. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, that's true. Now, I did see Sherry Blair, though, going off for a facial. With Lionel Blair? <laughs> this is disgusting. You heard it incest? here first. <laughs> Brother and sister team, <laughs> Lionel and Sherry Blair, they're the new carpenters singing confusing love songs. No wonder she can't eat nothing. She's having it off her own brother. <laughs> she probably wasn't. I don't think that was ever proved. Right, so, he yeah. He must be writing his memoirs. 
Probably. No, I think he's released some memoirs, isn't he? I don't know. Not as good as my memoirs, though. I wouldn't it's have memoir thought. Memoir and memoirs. <laughs> memoir and memoirs. <laughs> I've written a memoir and memoir. <laughs> Tony Blair. Here's another email. It's from a fella calling himself Marcus. Hello, Russell. When I was at the Reading Festival, I saw a guy with a t-shirt that said, Sounds nice is nasty, with the initials RB and MM in small writing underneath. No way. We never sanctioned that t-shirt. We didn't get a penny from that. Man. I was overjoyed at that news, and you actually actually think of it as a business thing. Business, mate, that what? is... Something. Making a dollar! <laughs> that is not official merchandise! <laughs> Take that off! <laughs> I'd whip that to you. If, I, if you see anyone wearing any unsanctioned merchandise, you get it off their back quick, smart, go straight in the revolutionary fund. P.S. says Marcus, why doesn't Matt's voice suit his face? He sounds like a small, sad clown who's got a cold. Not suggesting that's a bad thing. Small sad clown with a cold is pretty much. I, d I an think my voice doesn't suit my face. That's what he's saying. It doesn't. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. I agree. What do you use? I, I wouldn't say I sound like a sad clown. Mm. Why? Maybe. Inside. <laughs> Who's? What do you mean? What sort of voice do you think that that? What body should that voice be accompanied this voice. with? Elmer um, Fudd's body. I don't know actually. Yeah, a bit. I don't know. Short haired. A short haired person. Clean shaven. Mm. Yeah. Um, when really? Look at you now. Quite muscular. Small glasses, like reading glasses. Well, like a small, muscular gay gent. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. It might sound a bit like it to me. <clears throat> so, all right. Yeah, well, I don't know, Matthew. I think I'm obviously used to that voice coming out of your face, and I've yeah. just come to accept it over the years. It's no... But no, everyone who, like, that's quite common for people to say, oh, I thought you'd be... Yeah. Like Sarah, Noel's girlfriend, said... Oh, I thought you'd be much more of a square. You sound more sensible on the radio than you look. Yeah, you don't look sensible. But you, this is one of the things about you. There's a dichotomy between your self-perception and your self-actuality. I think it's what causes a lot of problems. Only earlier on today... What's that mean? Well, there's a jarring <laughs> dichotomy only earlier i bought you a lovely ring thinking i remembered matt's hands that i remember him to have the burly hands of a navvy and then when i like, tried to put the ring on his finger <laughs> it wasn't a ceremonial thing it was more like a bracelet <laughs> it was there just dangled all loose on your little elegant fingers Got beautiful hands i oh, have porcelain they are beautiful like a pianist but it hand. fits russell's hands <laughs> <laughs> that's why i shall keep that ring russell's old boot makers <laughs> I ain't got <laughs> cobbler's fingers. I'm just looking at them now. Look They're them. gorgeous. They're like penises. Not <laughs> <laughs> leathery old cocks. <laughs> cocks probably is a swear word. And if you've got David Dickinson's hands, hey, and mannerisms. Don't say that. And I'm like, DNA. <laughs> don't say that I'm very much the new antiques up your attic, <laughs> bargain basement. Antique man, Davy Dickinson. I like him, though. No, I think he's really nice. He's a leathery he old time when he was a young man. Of course he'd had a big lump of bird for fraud. He will go in and out of jails. That's <laughs> his way. He's a trickster. He's a man who lives very much on the edge of life, David Dickinson. Yeah. I remember when I was at MTV in the early days, the people would say that I was because my hair was more yeah, like David Dickinson. Yeah, you did look like him. I was actually just really like him. Plus, I had fake tan. Like I was always swarvied up on permatanned on like ultraviolet, yeah, electric beach suntan David Dickinson character, wasn't I? Mm. Very much all of the time. Of course, we've progressed now. Okay, so uh, yeah, later on in the show, we will be talking to Alex James. We'll be talking to this young lady from the Mercury Prize, Laura Marlin. So oh, she's only eighteen years old. Really. 18, she's going to get a Mercury Prize. Have we got any of her music here? Yeah? We'll play some of it. Oh, we have. Now then, in preparations for the MTV VMA Awards that I am hosting on next Sunday... <laughs> <we're>, what? <laughs> Why are you laughing? 
Stop <laughs> I'm hosting on next Sunday. On next Sunday, I've got a host of Church him. roasting it in a VMA. <laughs> right, oh, kids, there we go to do a VMA. Hello. Well, it'll be all right, won't it? The VMAs, we went to the Paramount lot the other day. Look. We haven't done any much work on the script, have we? None. No work <laughs> on the script yet. We have been busy. We've been under a lot of pressure finishing our script for our debut film. Going very well. It's looking nice. Brilliant. First film we're making. Now, but like them VMAs, yeah, we better write some jokes when we get in oh, for we that. Will. We right, will. hold on, let's try one. Hello! Welcome to VMAs! Yeah! It's going to be great. Yeah. I think that's a lovely start because it's, it's all pretty... very upbeat. I mean, that's not a traditional joke, of course, that's just enthusiasm. But, uh, but on account of that, because there's going to be a lot of famous people there, Kanye West, uh, Britney Spears, Rihanna. Oh, don't mention any of these names. Well, don't you can't, I told you, but Nick Lennon, right? I told you before he came, right? Before we came, I was talking to him about this book about hypnosis. Was, you absolute the, fools. How am I, how, right, I read this book about hypnosis. There's a piece of paper on the table going, do not mention. <laughs> these are the people who are appearing. <laughs> the do not mention. Britney, <laughs> Kanye West. Oh, no! <laughs> Those I love the Do Not Mentions. <laughs> They're my favourite bands. I've not heard of them now. But Britney, I know her, <laughs> can you? <laughs> yeah, but what's the point in announcing negative information to me? Well, how's he meant to say which ones don't you not to mention? Just don't mention it. I wouldn't mention it. I would never remember that those people even existed unless I'm reminded of them. We're a bit out of our depth, aren't we, with some of the acts? What do you mean? They go, well, when they go, we got loopy foo-hoo, and we got, yeah, right, brilliant. We got the ding a dong <laughs> The Jonas Brothers. We got Crispy McNasty. Yeah. Stick Legs Magoo. We get Free Five Fall Farm and his whole crew. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> Woo. <laughs> yeah. We got a little stick butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, all these people have certainly got names. We got and Mia, Aaliyah. Mia, Aaliyah, Gia, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> We're out of touch. <laughs> yeah, I know. It makes me feel old doing these VMAs. I don't know who the hell anyone is. Yeah. It's just like a list of words and sounds. Some of their names are numbers. Some of their names are not even proper names, but just set numbers. It's like looking at an eye chart in an optician. Yeah. This is the VMA Awards. <laughs> okay. Them eye charts, I'm brilliant at them. So good in fact that I overcome my own myopia to read rubbish. the thing. Yeah, I know, and that's the problem, because when I go into the opticians, I look at the eye chart, and out of sheer willpower, I read the thing. But they never then give me strong enough contact lenses. Do they tell you the answers afterwards? I've always done well, because that's why I've you know, such strong... Because I can see the woman looks impressed, Matt. All right, the way yeah, she, she looks she at doesn't. her... She hugs her clipboard to her bosom, and she looks at me like I've I'm I've got amazing long-distance vision. What do you mean, using that, touching your glasses like Ronnie Corbett when you said that, with your little in-the-shadow sunglasses? Though. No, you've not. I have. All right, well, all right, look out that window, tell us something of note and interest. So you won't be able to see it. I'll Just corroborate it. I'll corroborate what you say. Oh, that man fell off his bike. No, Hold on. <laughs> Harold Lloyd went by, he clattered into a great big clock oh no buster keaton's car just felt a bit no i've told that story before when we walked along a train platform there was really? a sign saying no entry this way because it was due to flooding yeah we get an offer he must know something else we walked all about a meter yeah. from it and then he went no flood oh no <laughs> i've read it about two miles away i just thought he must know what he's doing well you thought why would you trust me if it says flooding don't let me march you down a train I platform don't know. It's where you lived i thought maybe you don't know you had a little canoe moored up <laughs> i'll get a straw here it might be a through gremlins in the works yeah these mtv awards <laughs> and also when you do what? walk shows yeah pertinently you have to have the altar cube right near your head on a spoon 
<laughs> I do. I like to have it written on Pete Townsend's face <laughs> to be able to understand it. Look, I am all right, aren't I? I've got nice vision. The opticians are impressed. Everyone's very pleased with me. And the award show will be a complete bloody disaster. What was that weird moment where we were being shown around? Brilliant, where that was of me. There was a, there's a certain artist we won't mention is doing this special thing. Pink! You idiot. Oh, no! Why are you not mentioning? She's not on the don't he's mention just, he's list. He's just seeing colours. He's doing his eye <laughs> test. Blame! <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, she's not on the don't mention list. So mm. she's doing this thing, and this guy was, uh, Jesse, the director, was talking Jesse, us through the it. Director. Very nice man. I like him. And then there was a slight smell of vomit in the lot we were in. Which worried me, Matt. I don't like a smell of vomit in my well, It wasn't. It was like milk had been spilled in the sun or something like that. No point crying and we've been talked through this big thing. And uh, he said, and so he said, oh, well, so Pink will come out and then she does a gag where she does this thing. And Russell goes, gag. You said gag because you can smell vomit. Yeah, that is the reason why. And it he completely derailed the the conversation and the bloke went what what and he goes yeah, i know and i understand the human mind you, you said gag because there's a smell of vomit and he went, well yeah it does smell a bit here and he went, see i did and i said no i'd noticed that he said gag about you 100 times already that for me. Day. you could have stuck up for so me he, there he called everything a gag what? it wasn't even what a joke else? and then a gag where she moves over to that side of the stage he didn't and say that he said that gag a million times it. before you he said that you tried to derail my observation no you a very, very cheap freud <laughs> <laughs> welcome now bobby freud Freud. He's the outsider of the Freud. Hello, I think the reason you're feeling insecure is because of your dingle dangle. <laughs> it's Bobby Freud. And then, like, so then the, the guy went, oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. Mm. Everyone was a bit freaked out. And then two minutes later, he went, that is the reason. <laughs> <laughs> it was the reason. It Awesome. Oh, he says gag it. all the time. That I, I noticed gag it. Because of the stink of sick. I which... don't like the name, the word gag when someone says, the gag. I don't like it when someone goes, she's gagging for it, mate. Because if someone's gagging to have sex, I don't want to have sex with them. If they're going to be that sick. Mean? Like they're, they're like tied they're around their neck and they go, oh, 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 oh. they want it so much that they go, oh, I want some sex. And they're all sick coming up. Which I have experienced several times. I don't know if that was because <laughs> no, of keenness. <laughs> well, they've been through hell. Something's just the altitude. Gagging afterwards for it. <laughs> she was gagging for it to end it. Ah, oh, life, eh? Just a big load of old stuff and days, numbers going You're by, then death. What? Rubbish understanding of the human My mind. My understanding of the human mind is what has allowed me to navigate myself from the gutters of beautiful Essex right to here. The With gutters of Hollywood. One foot still in the gutter. One foot in the and gutter. What are these lollipops? He's got this new... Affectation. Should we call word. it an affectation? The lollipops, delicious. I've got one now. They are nice, but you've mm. got one all the time and you... You're using it to make points with. Yeah, I do. I like to gesture with my lollipop. Hey, you guys, couldn't you be doing any better? Hey, I'd like to suggest that the reason you said the word gag then is because <laughs> you smelled sick. No, it's because you're making me feel sick. <laughs> that was. A, I think that these MTV... I'm looking forward to the MTV Awards. Are you looking forward to the MTV VMA Awards? Yes. The after party. Well, why the actual we're through doing it? it. Yeah. Lot of work in it, Matt. We've demanded a tent. We're going to have our own tent. We'll be backstage in our tent. They can do what they like. We'll just be in a tent. We know. Well, we, what, where's that? The Brits. We've actually got that. Yeah, thank God we What's were in a one tent for the Brits. Enemy Awards. Enemies, we, we didn't, didn't have, have a tent. tent. Thank God that you weren't in a tent because I wouldn't have been able to see you when Bob Geldof called me the C word and oh, I was able to I've look and see your reaction. Well, before. let me take you through it now. <laughs> no, don't bother. <clears throat> no, here we go. Once upon a time, there was a. polish your awards while you tell us this story. This is going to take you back. A young guy with stars in his eyes. This is going to take you back to most radio shows that I mentioned. <laughs> also the book you work in. Hey, that... any TV interview I do. Boop, 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 boop. Look, I can't help it anyway. I wouldn't mind clearing up this Osama Bin Laden thing that's been hanging around Bob a Gilles while. Bob just saw his kids out. Should yeah, he? I've said it. <gasps> Matt, you've said the unsayable. That man's a saint. 
Why? What do you mean, sort them out? What's wrong with them? What are they up to? Well, getting married in that. Heroin overdoses. Getting married in Vegas. Was one done a heroin overdose? I think so. Matt, careful, case one hasn't, because I've never heard that, except for you just saying it then. She, yeah. That might not have happened. Yeah. That's it, mate. I think she did. Peachy's done an overdose. Yeah. Get well, love. Come on. I mean, it must be hard to control a teenager if you're... It is hard if you're Bob Geldof. He's got a lot on his plate, hasn't he? Yeah, Unlike but... the people in Africa. Nothing on their plate. I thought that was a problem. They don't even have a plate. So. There's no... I've seen one of them. Didn't even have a plate. Oh, what balls up. So, yeah, all right. But, anyway, so... I'm sticking up for you. I'm like, Thanks. To turn things around on Bob. Turn them around on him. Lecturing to us. Call me a C some years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Ages ago, that wasn't known. Gives the monkeys no more than anyway. So, anyway, we've got the VMA Awards coming up. And in honour of that, why don't we play someone who may or may not be there <laughs> it's a word <laughs> britney spears is the word what's what's the matter let's play a britney spears record. oh yeah that's what we normally play on our radio show isn't it britney spears and actually the whole point of this was for me to familiarize myself with some of those people that i didn't know the hell they were britney spears i know who she is i remember when i met her near an elephant so now i could just do someone we don't know loopy fiasco <laughs> I remember him from MTV. He was lovely. That we used to do the video reviews. I remember reviewing a video. Yeah, well, he came on the show and he was a lovely lad. Oh yeah. He's a Muslim, I think. He don't like. He's not into like skylarking around. He just does his zip up and goes home. Mm. He's like, he can't be bothered like showing off and bling and whatnot. He yeah. just goes home. Lupe Fiasco, although Lupe Fiasco suggests he's utterly nuts, doesn't it? As a name. Yeah. Fiasco. It's a fiasco. Ah, my legs on fire. <laughs> But actually, Lupe Fiasco, a very relaxed, mild-mannered man. I, oh, I know that song anyway. Did you know it, Matt? I've heard I, that loads yeah, of times before. I just didn't it. know it was Lupe Fiasco. Now mm. I do. Ah, oh, I'm behind him all the way. I hope he wins at the VMA MTV Awards that we're doing this Sunday. You've not got to be Sunday. unbiased. Oh, all right. I don't mind if he wins or not. Could be one of the others what wins it. They're all winners, really. In a way, the real winner is me, because it's really given me the boost I need at a <laughs> difficult time. Here are some text messages. This is Mikey. I can only assume he's Mikey, Scotch Mikey. I know that's not what you're supposed to say. I know it's supposed to say Scottish. If you're another Scottish person, I didn't mean to offend you, but if you well, are Scotch Mikey, Scotch. Offensive. They don't like that, mate. That winds him up. Don't ever say it to him. That's a drink they'll say to you. That's a drink, mate. Don't, don't mess around. And then they might yeah, eat you. Scotch. Yeah. They call us Sassanacs. <clears throat> you Sassanac. I don't blame them calling you it. Probably they've seen your spindly little fingers. Oh, yeah, I've got Scottish blood. Oh, I've got Scottish blood. In, in a vial in my house. <laughs> Dirty devil. Yeah, well, uh, actually, Matthew. I'm a lord in you, Scotland. You've not got a lordship in I am. Scotland. I'm a clan and I'm a lord. You are not a like lord. To talk about don't it, obviously. say that you're a lord in Scotland. That's why when we were up at the Edinburgh Festival, there <laughs> was so much trouble. Because <laughs> of you strutting around lord, saying, man. I'm a lord, I can have any peasant girl I choose, kicking over bins, getting it into adventures. That's nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with either of us. That's why we're on the show. Here's Mike. <laughs> Listen to this message from Mikey. Mikey, I think, used to work on this radio show. Scottish oh, Mikey. Mikey. Yeah, I think it is him, because this is, is the sort of thing... one person. Look at, though, but listen, always, listen to the content of the message and then judge whether he you think it is Mikey. used to work on the show, has been reduced to a texter in. Yes, that's the... <laughs> so <laughs> bear that in mind. <laughs> Hi, guys, I'm on a train, says Mikey, with Chris Eubank. Also, got a sounds nice is nasty. Getting on like a house on fire. Yeah, who yeah, wants a house stupid, on fire? Because the house and the fire are not <laughs> equal partners in the relationship. It's not like they're having a lovely time together. The fire is destroying the house. Yeah. Don't look as if I'm the fire and you're the house. I'm the house and you're the fire. Ah, I didn't say that. You didn't even look. And I've been reading a book about hypnosis and I know a lot more than you think. And that's how I spotted that gag thing. And that's why I was right. And everyone at MTV now knows I've got mind skills. Mind skills where I can see inside people's minds. They smelt that vomit. That's why they said gag. You must Freudianly yeah. believe that you are a fire 
ravaging my house. I do not fraudulently believe I'm ravaging your house. I think I'm the house, you're the fire. In I'm fact, not. You're not even a fire, you're dead. I'm the wind beneath your wings. You're dry rot. <laughs> you're the dry rot up my skirting board. That's what you are, mate. Ah, come on, look, this is from Mikey, and if it is Mikey, and he's on a train with Chris Eubank, I've never spotted a more golden opportunity to get Eubank on the phone. Mikey, if that is you, and even if it isn't you, get Eubank. That's what I'll Let's say. go to Eubank and say, do you reckon he'll know who you are? I must do. I am not a boxer. That's what he'll say. I'm not a boxer. I like that. I'm no longer a boxer. I'm not a boxer. Hey, well, uh, people are dying. After one fight, he started to talk about war. People are dying. Like, like that, he was coming after the really? fight. Mm, it's good. It was, um, he drives around in a truck, doesn't he? He does all sorts, mate. He's got a monocle. He drives around in a truck. He's on a train with Mikey. And soon we will have him on the line. Noel Gallagher texted back, said that he's uh, we can call him at any time on his mobile phone. So let's have him towards the end Is of the show. Tour? Where he can't capsize it so much. Yes, he's in Seattle, I think. Some um, Jesse, who uh, I brilliantly peered into his mind went to see him in Seattle and he's I, a big fan and he just flew there I know Oasis. just went to see Oasis and I meant to ask Noel to do some special thing like a favour or something you know I don't know give him a t-shirt see if there was an after show party but then I forgot oh, right. pity really because it was a chance for us to bond with Jesse after I probed around in his noggin incorrectly <clears throat> so yes getting in on like a house in fire that is not good and uh, Chris Eubank will try and get him on the show later on we will be talking to Noel Gallagher Alex James coming up very shortly here's another text message from Joe hello Russ Matt and G I read in the paper today that Jacko 50 will be at the v MTV VMAs are you excited about the possibility of meeting the king of pop that's from Joe I am not in a position Joe or anyone else listening to say whether king of pop Michael Jackson the king of pop will be 50 or, <laughs> or at the VMAs. But either way, wouldn't it be nice, eh, to meet Jacko? Wouldn't you like to meet I'd him? I'd like Matt? to be in a room. I used to like him when I was a kid. I love him now. It's the Probably best the time, worst time. <laughs> <laughs> I wish too what? I hope he is there, because then I can give him that ring of yours. Glide, I'd be lucky to get that on his hand. Well, why do you think he's got a big hand? Have a look at him, mate! Why do you You're think You're thinking of Madonna. One of them's got big hands, and we'll Madonna, get... Madonna, she's got man's hands. She's nice. People forget that when you're 50, your hands do go a bit manly. That's one of the <laughs> things you'll learn, that when you go through the change. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I'm thinking of getting you What's in this direct What's I haven't heard that, and I'm working on it, so. Well, why are they going to tell you the way you carry on at meetings? Sometimes you don't take your sunglasses off. You just blurred out who you're not meant to mention. Look, mate, people won't mind that. Jesse has invited Noel and Oasis to the awards. They'd love them there if you want to follow it up, says Nick Lennon, our manager. Oasis, want to come on awards? <laughs> love Jesse. <laughs> and me, Russell, and Matt. Right. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I'd love to meet the King of Pop. I don't know if he'll be there closing the show or not. It's difficult to say at this well, stage. You, well, what? how far into a friendship? You know your friendship with Morrissey? Yes. You love Michael Jackson as well, don't you? Yes, I love Michael Jackson as well, yeah. How would you go in his house? Definitely. Of course you would. Definitely go right round well, if you went, record. Look, I've got a secret for you. Well, if Jacko did, yeah. if he went, hold on, mate. Come in this room. I've got to say it. Are you in? Are you like, with me or not? What, go, and it was a bit... Would you, you go, know, Michael, what is it? I, I go, Michael, mate, what's in behind <laughs> that? Well, what's that? Why have, you, why have you got a Peter Pan wallpaper? I wouldn't be up for that, mate. Not under any, not at any cost. Me, you know, I'm very, you know, particular. But as a court, we all know, he was found innocent of a thing that we've not even mentioned. So I don't know how that can go to court. That. Nor was I. So I in a way, I'm showing you how the moonwalk works. Really. Oh, I wish we could get to the bottom of that. Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? I don't even know who Annie is. How we can know if she's okay or not? It's a bizarre choice of lyrics, isn't it? it? Annie, are you okay? He's never. She's not been she's mentioned so the whole rest of the song. <laughs> Look, Annie.
Can he just tell him if you're okay? You can see he's getting frustrated. He's a smooth criminal, and that's the problem. This is from Lizzie. I was on a school trip, and our bus nearly ran Richard Branson over. Love the show. Lizzie, you idiots. Don't run him over. We're trying to get tickets to aeroplanes. Yeah. If you know Richard Branson, text us, russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. You, perhaps you're his daughter, his nephew, his goddaughter. Perhaps you'd work there. Get him. We want him on this show. Also, if you're sat on a train looking at Chris Eubank's lovely face, just hand him a phone, get him online. Coming up is Alex James. Later in the show, we'll be talking to Noel Gallagher and our world-famous competition, Jingle Race War. It's not a competition, it's a race war. What is it good for? Establishing good jingles. Absolutely nothing. Matthew, you are right, mate? Any new hat I give you? Yes, very nice. Nice, Lovely. isn't it? Lovely new hat I give Strange you. Strange I was wearing my other hat. Yeah. The old hat, in yeah. with the new now. In with the new, it's a new Almost hat Almost identical era. hat, but much more expensive and with little skulls on it. That's right, it's just a little cross made of skulls. That's it, I've brought you up it's into... It's a kind of curse that he's got put on my head. <laughs> in a way, I have. <laughs> this is from John, it's another email. My dad, oh, text message. My dad was a long-time employee. <laughs> when I was younger, I was in Branson's what? swimming pool. Oh, Branson. So it must be Branson. And I nearly drowned, but his daughter dived in and saved me. John, from Brighton, saved by a Branson. Imagine Lovely. the joy of Wonderful. that. Wonderful. What a beautiful story. He's still got an island, doesn't he? He owns an island. We could be at that island. We could be at that island, Matt, if you learned how to conduct yourself and comport yourself. Now, what better than talking to Richard Branson if not talking to him out of blur, who we adore, the, some call him the intelligent one, some call him the good-looking one, it's Alex James. Hello, Alex. Hey, all right. Cheers. <laughs> That's just two of the ways we can describe you. Are you all right, mate? Very good indeed. What are you doing out in L.A.? We are host. I alone am hosting. I would not let Matt up there with me. He'd ruin it. I am hosting the MTV VMA Awards, mate, this year. And uh, so we're over here preparing for it and indirectly sabotaging it by announcing accidentally things that we're not supposed to mention all the time on this radio show. So, yeah, we're just preparing for that, warming up for that. Plus me and my mate Matt, who I work with. You remember, actually, Alex, like years ago, we met at something, I think it was called the Camberwell Poetry Festival or Literature Festival. And you were there i think he was with graham or dave no, and is with graham coxon and uh, me and matt were up on the stage reading uh, our oscar wilde stories and uh, <laughs> i wasn't actually inv i was holding the microphone for him and the book i think you were holding oh, we were doing you. it together yeah it's quite a show <laughs> i wish i could remember it perhaps that was in the dark days alex when you lived a different <laughs> yeah. way of life I know I did then. Yeah, that was back in... I was certainly on some drugs then. You did some reading, though, Alex did. Alex, Read you, some poems. Alex, you got up and read some poems. Why have you exercised that? It was that? in Clerkenwell, you... not Camberwell. Clerkenwell, yeah, you're quite yeah. right. You're... Oh, it's free gin and tonics, and it was underground on cushions. Oh, it was underground on cushions. It was like a lovely alternative world. But you don't remember us, though, Alex, no? I do now, yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Thanks, Alex. Unbidden. <laughs> Unbidden. Well, just complete like... recall. Go on, Alex. We did. Are you all right, Alex? We lost oh, you for a moment. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm hiding in my shed. Why are you doing that? What have you done? What have you got to be ashamed of? What's going on down there in the country? <laughs> well, there's supposed to be nothing happening, but this it's kind of it's all, my wife had a baby on Thursday. Congratulations. Wow. Nice Thank one, you very mate. Much. Is the baby back home with you lot now? Yeah, and it's with... What is going on? It's difficult to talk to Alex James when he's in his shed on a mobile. You've got not got very good signal down in your shed, Alex. I'm sorry, I'll, I'll wander out into the garden. Wander How's out it? there, mate. Don't, but, don't be alarmed, you'll be alright out there in the garden. So he's back home with his, new, with his new baby. Have you got other children, Alex? Yeah, this is number four. So My word! Quite... God. Alex! Good. 
Oh, an unstoppable force. What are you using to make that cheese down there in the countryside <laughs> that we all know you're making? Alex James, secret ingredient, baby maker. <laughs> baby making cheese with Alex James. What's going on? Why have you gone? To, why are you down the country for? Why? I, I, yeah. Well, this, I've re, I've, since I moved here, I realised it's what ageing rock gentlemen do. It's yeah. just what happens, isn't it? Because you wrote a satirical song with Blur, country, he lives in a house, in a very big house in the country, making cheese, lots of kids in the country, hey! and there you are actually doing it. It's, it's become like my kind of national anthem, like wherever the Queen goes, she gets that, wherever I go now, they play, they play that music. But in rural fine. pubs? Rural pubs, yeah, indeed. Country fates. Mm. <laughs> Actually, I'm looking now at some information. You're, I now know the names of your children: Geronimo, Artemis, Galile Galileo. Artemis yeah. and Galileo. These are some good names, eh? Geronimo, yeah. particularly, I like. Geronimo, yeah. Geronimo James. Well, well that, he was the first one, and once you've sort of had one and called him something like that, you can't. You've got to sort of carry on, really. I don't think we realised we were going to have so many children. Right. Yeah. So, you've set the bar quite high with name number one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, but, you know, it's all, it's all, I still don't know what to call this one yet. It's a little girl. Oh, uh, like, maybe the... Competition. We, oh, should we... <laughs> should, my mate Matt's just suggested that we have a competition <laughs> on this re radio show. Name Alex James's baby girl. Look, well done. If by the end of the show we've come up with any good ones, we'll, we'll tell you them. Don't Would feel you? obliged to... <laughs> That'd be very you... helpful. It might be helpful. We'll come up with some good ones. Bearing him... Give us a theme, though. Yeah, what... Is there anything about her personality that you think is definitive at this early stage, Alex? Hard to say, but girls are completely different from boys. Strange. Well, hello. Oh, He's all over this fatherhood, this doctor. guy. <laughs> doctor Alex James. <laughs> What's this do? <laughs> yeah. no, well, yeah. <laughs> That's very promising for the future. Of... Why, the others all boys then, mate? Say again. Oh, the other, other are all boys, yeah. yeah. Oh, you've got she little baby don't call yeah. her Smurfette. But she's the only girl. Matt wants to call her Smurfette. I think you should be struck off from the contest. <laughs> that ridiculous <laughs> entry. We are not calling Alex James' daughter Smurfette, or are we? Text us on 88291 <laughs> or email russell.brand at bbc.co.uk for our new competition, Naming James, where we name Alex James' babies. <laughs> hey, tell us some stuff then. Aren't you got a new television programme starting, Alex? Oh, I'm involved in this conducting series, a kind of reality show where they're turning, they're trying to turn us into maestri. So oh, yeah. me and various other kind of uh, types from show business are, are all waving our batons at the BBC Concert Orchestra. Is that going to be um, all right? I mean, who else is it? Who else are you, who are you up against? I tell you who's good at it is Goldie. Goldie's good. Of course he is because he's, he's powerful, got yeah. powerful forearms. And that Sue Perkins as well off the telly. She's really good. What I've always thought with conducting, and like, forgive my ignorance, is they're not doing bugger all. They just stood there. I mean, what are you actually oh, doing? Fool. When your hand goes off to the left, what does that mean? It's just like doing the time warp. I mean, what are they actually doing? What does it each means gesture... this side. You guys, go for it. What does it actually mean? <laughs> Talk us through it a bit, Alex, because I don't understand. Well, it's it's a kind of mystic art. It's strange. But, I mean, it definitely makes a difference. Since, since I've been doing this, and it's mm. been a kind of, like, headlong plunge into this whole world of sort of orchestras and classical music and I'm loving it. Wow. But, but you, you, if you listen to kind of Beethoven's Fifth Symphony conducted by this geezer or that geezer or the other geezer, they're all complete, they're sort of like different, it's like hearing uh, in, um, Get Off My Cloud, Get Off My Cloud, the Rolling Stones or... or God, you, 
you broke up a little bit there, but I think it was through saying like it's like the difference like between rolling covers. the stones. Yeah, it's like different covers, like Get Off My Cloud by Ermans, Ermits or the Stones. Yeah, well, yeah, That's... it's just like hearing different bands do, do the same song. It's, it, mm. you know, it, it makes a huge difference. Even if it was the exact same orchestra, different conducting makes different noises. Yeah, it's like, it's like remixing, really. You know, you've got, ah. there's, all, there's all these sort of scores, and then, you know, if you look at the bassoons, the bassoons play a bit louder, and then if you wink at the flutes, the flutes do it a bit spittier. <laughs> do you wink at the flutes? Do you ever do yeah, that? sometimes, yeah. Especially in Beethoven. There's the, you dirty the devil. But Alex, what if you start to find, say, a celloist alarmingly attractive, and then you might <laughs> keep looking at the the cellist all the time, and then it'll be too much cello all over the joint? Well, that, that, that is a problem. There's something rather provocative about cellists as well. I, I find. Yeah. So they've got like, their legs you know, open. They've got that thing between their legs. It's the shape of a woman. The oh, cello. Oh, the dirty cello. <laughs> <clears throat> right out of the body cello. That's what I'd say to the lot of them. <laughs> Matthew, don't look disappointed. Okay, so that's good. When's that going to be on the telly, Alex? It's on like it's on tu- Tuesdays. The next one, and then oh, I right. think the wit the wit gets to con- well, last night at the prom. It's it's like it's great. I hope you win. Is it going to be you or Goldie that wins? Is that your hunch, or has it all been recorded, or is it going on real lifetime? It's all going on real life. I yeah, I seem to be a bit busy and I've got a tendency to kind of when it sort of starts getting. We lost that bit, so now like we're allowed to like, like we're allowed to fill in because you lost signal. Just you went. I've got a tendency to. Then we lost signal, and in my mind, it's I've got a tendency to grope cellists. Is <laughs> what I'm we're assuming well, that, that was. I'm a bit of a gurner, you know. I start doing rock faces. That's my ah. trouble. Do you wear a suit, mate? Do you wear a tuxedo? Yeah, wear the whole bit. Yeah, all the tails, oh. lovely. I bet nice. you look nicest. Look. I bet you look all right, don't you? <laughs> How's your hair right. at the moment? What's your hair like? Is it longer or shorter? Have you got your hair? You know what? Between you and me, what the kids the kids brought, we've had an infestation of lice. Oh no! <laughs> in the house, so oh, um, no. yeah, it's quite smelly at the moment. It's got that neem stuff on it. Oh, yeah. yeah, that is when we could douse ourselves every day. Uh, it's not very. Uh, and it don't matter how often people go. Oh, lice prefer a clean head of hair. You still <laughs> feel like a dirty little urchin, don't you? Having them lice. I <laughs> oh, yeah, always. Mm. Well, have to get it shaved Just off. Don't shave it because I think long hair will be good for conducting. You can flick your hair at a cellist. You know what I mean? It's going exactly. to raise your whole game. Alex, thank you very much for coming on our radio show. It's been lovely talking to you. And uh, I do particularly like your column about rural life, which I sometimes read. And that's even Matt must have been penetrated by it for somehow he knows that you make cheese down in the country. Just Cheers, know. guys. Have a great time in LA. We will. We'll try our best to, mate. And you, yeah, yeah good luck. Amoeba Records. You've been up to Amoeba Records. Yeah, we have. We like it there. Yeah, we go right. there. Hey, we're going to vote for you on that conductor thing, and we urge everyone at home to do the same. If there is, is there a voting element, or is it decided by the orchestra or something? Yeah, the orchestra decided most weeks, but the last round is decided by the uh, the public. Yeah. So we'll decide. Right. Let's make Alex James win. We can have an impact. Let's make him That's our corrupt. conductor king. That don't matter. Then we've got a man on the inside, Matt. We might need an orchestra one day. <laughs> then we'll have a proper conductor, Alex James, who can bring his own cheese. Thank you, Alex. Thanks for coming on, Cheers, mate. And guys. also. Bye. We're going to give you a shout at the end of the show and let you know what to call your daughter as well. Right, thanks very much. Brilliant. Now, new... Cheers, Alex. Take care, bye mate. Bye. Bye-bye, mate. Remember, our new competition is now in progress. Naming Alex James's baby. Russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. No prizes. No prizes. It's not a competition. You'll get nothing for this. The prize will be a child with a name. A child with a name. That's the name good. that you gave it. A, out of your brain. A bit of your brain splashed on the top right-hand corner so of what, an essay. What were the other names? Geronimo. Geronimo. I mean, that means you can go pretty crazy with it. Artemis and Galileo. And also, right. these a lot of these are difficult to abbreviate. Artemis, Art. Geronimo. Ronnie. Jerry. 
Jerry. Oh, yeah. not bad, all right. Galileo. Galli. Ayo. Leo. I'll call him Leo. You call him Leo? I yeah. call him Leo. I call him Leo. Well, I know him. <laughs> We've got close over the years, you and these children of Alex James's. So, okay, well, that all seems to be in good shape, the old Alex James contest. Lots going on there. Uh, well, should we listen to a record? We've got news coming on soon. We'll be talking to Noel Gallagher a little later. Next week, Slash is going to be on the show, providing that I remember to text him. But, what, should we listen to a record? Would you like to listen to a record? Um, we want to listen to one of your ones, mate. Yeah. Oh, don't say it in a sulky way. You've had a nice week. I bought you I'm a present, sulking. didn't I? Lovely I'm, I'm ring you've got. We better get that ring made littler for your tiny little I slender try, pipes. I might um, get a more petite design as well. More petite, you say? Well, well there were some others in the shop. I'll come with you, though, because remember when I bought you all that stuff for your Game Boy or whatever it was, your Nintendo, Xbox, your Sega. Such a granite. <laughs> I got a ZX Spectrum. Ooh, da, 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 that's the noise of the ZX Spectrum. Um, so, yeah, well, because I don't want you picking something and me not feeling ownership over no, it. No, 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 you can't. I mean, I'll, I'll be there in the shop alive. Yeah, I'll trade it in for tokens. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'll come with you down the shop, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And we'll trade it in and yeah. you'll have that ring on. And then whenever I say we have an argument, I'll just tap you on that ring and go, hmm. No, maybe. We made an oath that day. It'll glow and start itching me. <laughs> 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 have an argument. Yeah, I'll see like we could get that program. Fellowship in. of the Ring. Fellowship <laughs> of the Ring. That's what we've started here, gentlemen. Baby name. This is from Mandy. Call her Cleopatra. It means glory of my father. And it's my daughter's name. I wouldn't want my daughter's name getting splashed about, Mandy. If I were you, keep Cleopatra for yourself. Cleopatra coming at you. That, though, is one suggestion for the Alex James baby naming contest. People love to name a name. Alexis, you could call her. Alexis? If you were that egotistical. But why? What's wrong with that? Alex. Why is that? He's Alex, isn't he? Alexis. Nice and egotistical. Alex's. Mm. Oh, well, this is from Hannah. She goes, call it Adelaide. That means good cheer, but that's a place in Australia. Amaret means love, or Amaretta. I just love Madison, says Hannah. Well, those are all good names. Mind you, this competition is just going to be us saying names, isn't it? Unless no. someone comes up with something crackers. Right, come up with a name and then why? It's got to be good. Yeah, why? It's got to be good, all right? Because this is our radio show. Why don't you work a bit harder on it? <laughs> For God's sake, you people, you layabouts. Later on in the show, we'll be talking to Noel Gallagher. If you've got anything you want to ask him, then do ask him. Russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. I think uh, that Alex should call his child Grace. What a beautiful name. Grace. Mm. Grace, <laughs> you're out of control with the egotism. You're too bossy. You're out. Oh, I'm peckish. I've come over all peckish, Matt. I know I've been not eating much. I know. Hardly anything. Have I lost some weight? You have, actually. Good. And also, you're wearing the trousers you've been wearing. No, this is a different pair. I've got some moon ones sent over from Australia, honestly. What's going on about this? You're now the face of these trousers. Well, I'm not the face of any trousers. Who wants trousers with a face? It'd be weird. Where'd you have it? The codpiece. My trousers' face <laughs> is my penis and nuts. They've always uh. been the face. I just pull them down, pull out the pockets. It's an elephant. It's <laughs> a really nice face, is it? It's a lovely face. It's the eyes. Gonzo. You need to put sunglasses above it. Yeah, I know. And it always lacks dignity, that. If, even if, you, if you do that with an erection, it still doesn't look dignified. It looks too angry. It looks aggressive. <laughs> hey! That's... I'm here! It's my parking spot, buddy! <laughs> <laughs> Never get an erection. It's one of the funniest things you can do, though. It still is. To this day, after all our work... Hold on, Matt. That's the opening for the VMAs. <laughs> pair of sunglasses resting on an erect and penis. cigarette. No, no, it's better when it's not Flaccid, erect. yeah. Because then you can hold the cigarette. I will have done it after it's been erect recently, though, so that it looks nice. Oh, you yeah, know. no. Yeah. I don't want to go out there, because I'll be nervous anyway. And, you know, there's no point putting myself under unnecessary pressure. No, 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 it was you. 
Actually, I will just pop it out from behind a curtain. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is gold. Gold, solid gold is what we're creating. Whether it's bungling announcements or threatening to show our genitals, it's the VMAs of 2008 that you should be watching. Okay, so we're not going to play a record. We're just going to go right into well, the, news. the news. Talk up to the news. Then we'll start again. Got anything you want to attack me for, mate? Uh, let's have a look at my list. I'm losing weight for that film in which I'm playing all the snow again and getting to the Greek opposite Jonah Hill and I'll uh, be all all nice and thin because I'll be playing him he's back on heroin in the film so it'll be all thin drugs are bad so like, I'll be uh, on is I'll be all nice and thin that's where I've started to lose weight but you're not exactly fat through. why are you gonna just you gonna make yourself ill not ill just nice and thin not too thin though because being too thin I don't like that in a woman of course I like a woman with flesh everywhere but like uh for me, nice and thin. Not bony. I don't want to be bony. Just all nice and thin, like Iggy Pop, something like that. He's muscular. Mm, I know, that's His body trouble. doesn't look like anyone else's body on earth. No, that's going to be hard, because of what, his barrel-like chest and well, tummy got, area. His, his skin looks like it's like... Made out know. of what, gold laramie? I don't know what it is made out of, <laughs> but he looks like... He looks odd. There's no body fat. Well, who can I look like then? Jagger, early days, Richard. Yeah, early Jagger. Early Jagger. But you're pretty slim now, so yeah. I don't know where you've, I've got. You'll off. get all. You're such an idiot. You'll Am turn I? into a right little bone bag. You'll <laughs> <laughs> have clumps of air falling out. <laughs> Teeth gum bleeds and that. I won't. I'll be fit as a fiddle. Brittle bones. You'll I won't have. get brittle bones, mate. They're not. My back's coming on a right treat. Your back's weak. You've not been anymore. told that by professionals. Look, I've toughened it up. I've got a new professional in now. Rob. He's out of the military. Yeah, he's dumped him. his old trainer. Because he smashed my back in. He didn't. Look, this new Mike, look. You're that is... stupid of blaming the trainer for your back injury. He carried me on after I'd announced a bad back. I was all careful. And then he made me kick against a post box. Look, it was dangerous. Come on. This new fella, Rob. Oh, you should see his moustache. He's ever so powerful. Potent force. He does resistance training. I lay down on the ground. He gets a broom handle. <laughs> he gives me <laughs> hell. I lay How much the... are you paying this guy? <laughs> he does it for nothing. It's amazing. He wants me to cut off my... Oh, will he and eat it like, oh. Right, what I've got is like he's. I'm laying on the ground. He's got the broom handle. Broom I'm, handle. Yeah, broom handle. Doesn't that have you seen strike Rocky you as a bit cheap? No, it strikes me as Rocky Four, where the Russian had all the gear and no idea. This Whereas guy's Rocky, just a caretaker. <laughs> thinking about it, he does wear a brown coat and look like <laughs> Clive Dunn. <laughs> he's a ridiculous character. I lay down on the floor. He pushes that broom handle. He, like, I'm old, we're holding it as if it was a chest press, right? He goes, "You push against my resistance," but. If I'm tired, I just don't push that hard. I think, what's he going to do? Crush my rib cage in like I'm a little baby bird? That's not going to help you get fit. Hold on, Matt. That's by the end of the lesson. I'm really tired by that time. What are you trying to do? Kill me? In the beginning, I'm trying my hardest with all the squats. Is there a broom head on this broom? He pops that off over on the side. We use that for <laughs> something else. He gives me a good rub down afterwards with that. He scrubs it up in a tin bath in front of the fire. Is it one of the men you get a little... <laughs> sort of crush on a bit though yeah a little bit was well, he a so, soldier type man he seems like a big butch soldier to me mate What's I his ask like? Him. Like, it's a bit like the broom handle tickles your back <laughs> <laughs> it gives me oh sweep up rub you big bastard <laughs> bastard's definitely swearing but it is in Shakespeare yeah I think that the broom handle or his moustache same thing if you ask me mate great big broom handle moustache well, really? no, broom head and the broom handle I'm using that for my exercise yeah then he gets me doing the squats I just he sits on a oh. little chair <laughs> and I just do boop, boop, and squat down over him it's lovely teabagging some folk call it where do you do all this in the car park of your house 
Well, it's not my car park, actually. He just takes me off to a car park <laughs> downtown LA. <laughs> Do this. All, of, all his other friends with moustaches. They all come out, stand around me, they form a circle, and at the end, they all cover me with party poppers. It's a big celebration. There's champagne everywhere. I go home, all oiled up, grinning. I've never felt so fit. I can hardly sit down these days. I'm fit as a fiddle, thanks you, to old Rob. It's what? hardly Hollywood, is it? Getting fit in Hollywood. You're... In a car park with a broom handle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's it. You can't, you can't ever escape where you're from, mate. You can't, wherever no, you go. I'm trying to turn it around to make you sound good. I'm a hustler, baby. What's the no? I bet you pay him loads of money for this. I don't know what he gets paid, mate. He seems very upbeat about something, though. <laughs> <laughs> what about your cross trainer, though? Yeah, well, I go on my cross trainer. I keep that up in the bedroom for 45 minutes a day. Just get a light sweat. Those pounds will waste away and you'll be emaciated and thin like Adrian <laughs> Brody in The Machinist in no time at all. Why? What have you got a problem with the cross trainer I want to actually use it a bit. Well, you're very welcome to come around. If you want, I'll give you your own number. Welcome, Matthew, it will say. And then it sets you up your whole own program. Oh, really? Yeah, of course it will. What hours do you use it? Sometimes. What do you mean? You don't want to be there while I'm there? Is that well, there's only saying? one cross trainer. I don't want to, like... Stand behind you when you're doing it in your little <laughs> bikini or whatever you do. I just wear my pants and boys and socks. Well, when I'm in the house, just a pair of pants and some little white ankle socks and a pair of trainers. You wow. should see me sweating it up a storm. I do. And then do you I... realise there's a helicopter, mm. a paparazzi helicopter that flies around the hills quite Does near it? the house. Yeah, taking photos. Well, he won't be able to get me in there, mate. I'm go like the wind. No, where, where is it? Over by the window. No, it's up against the wall right more. You'd have to, I mean, he'd need very good lighting to get me in, oh, that, right, okay. in that nick. I don't know if he knows what he's doing enough. He's, no. ah, a paparazzi in a helicopter? Yeah. He's committed. No, this, he? uh, this, it goes up and down all through Hollywood and through the hills. Bloody cheek. people in their gardens. Well, that's... And their houses and stuff. Well, no, I don't agree with that, mate. Well, Not on my watch. When you I'm, better sort out your car park activities. I will do. If he catches me out there dogging, <laughs> he'll make a fortune out of them photos. That's a bloody liability. If you want to talk to us, why don't you do so then? Russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. Why ain't Chris Eubank giving us a bell, eh? Ben, it'd be better if it was old Mikey. I'm glad he don't work on the show no more. Not getting us things we require. He can't even it get Chris Eubank. He would have got that. He got us... Um, Jimmy Savile in a curry house. Jimmy Savile in a curry house. He was house. in a curry house. He wasn't even in the curry house. One of his mates was in a curry house. He got, and his mate texted him. He goes, I'm in a curry house. I've just seen Jimmy Savile. And within five minutes, Jimmy Savile, the, the phone's been passed to me by an Indian waiter. Uh, Mr. Jimmy is here. And then he passed over and said, Oh, Mr. Brand. <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's great, wasn't it? It's lovely time. Lovely time. What a fantastic first hour it was. What's the matter? You all right? You look confused. I was just thinking about parties. They use the word party here, don't they? To just mean... Yeah, yes, we've got go a party. For a drink or we don't do that much at a party. For me, if there's not cheese and pineapple on a stick, that ain't a party. Yeah? Again, showing you out of touch. <laughs> All People right, have kids. moved on to little sausages <laughs> on sticks ah, now. Cocktail sausage, yes. Much more glamorous. Let's see if there's any more. Later on in the show, we're going to be talking to that young lady, what, uh, Laura, Laura Marling. Marling. You've memorised her very quick, no, haven't I you? I just keep reading it off that piece of paper. Laura Marling. We'll listen to her record a bit later. Why wouldn't we? British folk, I hear it is, and I think that'd be nice. She listens to this radio show. She's a fan of it. That's just one thing I'm telling you for free of charge. She's 18. She's from Reading in Berkshire. She began playing the guitar at the age of three when her father taught her the blues by even home. Berkshire. Like, Berkshire. What do you mean? Berkshire. Berkshire, Berkshire, say it you like. Laura says she's a massive fan and Russell Wharton often listens to the show on tour. She's about to embark on a tour of the United States. She's in Ireland right now, but we <sighs> will talk to her in a bit. But let's have a bit of a chinwag first between me and you. Wonder how Mr. G... Oh, Gethsemane, as Alex was talking from the garden. That's the uh, baby oh, naming contest. Gethsemane. It's bad up in there. That's in the Dina. Bible, Garden of Gethsemane. He got a lot of aggro in that garden was of that Gethsemane. Was that where Judas 
stitched him up. He got stitched up all over. G- G- Judas striped him up for 50 bags of gold or something. <laughs> 30 pieces of silver. Plus, no, I think Gethsemane, that was the garden he went. He, taught, he went there 40 days, 40 nights, sat there, had a bloody good no, think the about desert, the situation. The garden of Gethsemane, I don't know. But I think it might be that. You wouldn't, you wouldn't go sh- to a garden for 40 days and 40 nights. I went to Kew Gardens once for a week. Loveliest, <laughs> <laughs> lovely era. Got tempted by a snake. <laughs> Very tempted. It was my own snake. Just tempted me to just keep at it. Oh, that was a day. Lovely, like that time I got trapped in London Zoo. Still, I've never actually been to Kew Gardens. It's nice in there. It's really nice. You've been to the Eden Project. No, have you? You no. always want to go there, don't you? Well, I'd like to live in one of those things one day after the... Why, because you think the world's going to end and you want to be all safely tucked up in an igloo made of glass? You you splitter, you quitter, <laughs> you coward. That's what it is. He wants to get an Eden Project. If ever you try and buy a ticket for that Eden Project, I'll get it vetoed, mate. Come hell or I water. Later on, we'll talk to Noel Gallagher and Laura Marling. They're both going to be on the show. But firstly, what do you mean by... <clears throat> so, Matt, you're going to be in an article, eh, in Q Magazine, five funniest people people in Britain. Must no, be the five that. funniest people in Britain it's who you don't that. know who they are. Yeah. Must it? Well, actually, Alan Carr's one of them. Hold on. I think a... it's a thing about Alan Carr, and then it's like, ones to watch or something. I don't understand. You're a one to watch. I don't know what I am. Yeah, I think you're a one to watch. I've had my eye on you a little <laughs> while now. You seem crafty. I've only just learned you've got fingers like bloody parsnips. Great big things. Lovely uh, little things. These <laughs> are artist's hands. Yeah, no, they are slender. Not like, like yours. You could work out for a century and never get them slim. <laughs> <laughs> They're lovely and elegant, my hands. Tell you what, though, your hands are like, remember in science when you had to light, light something off of that like little Splints. thin candle? Not the splint. There was someone's a little thin candle, little thin bit of oh, wax. yeah, yeah. Fingers like that you've got, mate. Good. Gethsemane, says someone to name Alex's daughter. Dinah, that's what she says. Call her Serenity. It's nice. I once had a hamster called Serenity. It died of a wet tail. Lauren. What? Like he died Die of a wet tail? Wet... Mm, that's can... a disease called wet tail. No, I don't reckon, mate. I reckon it died of having a little wet tail. She never dried I bet that's on. what your uh, trainer calls you. Behind your back. <laughs> I bet you're in his phone as wet tail. <laughs> if he calls me wet tail, <laughs> I'll be furious with Big Rob, the mustachioed sex object. Ah, I gotta train wet tail again. <laughs> Get the old broom handle up. He yeah, always goes for that. <laughs> oh, Rob, Rob, I got a dustpan and brush. <laughs> what can we do with this? Rob, I've bought a penny. I've got a penny for you. It's got a lot of lady wearing lingerie on it. It's a right laugh. Look, don't undermine Rob, mate. He's a very good trainer. Um, you go through trainers and yoga teachers so I? quickly. Especially the women. Oh, I know. Why I'm, does that happen? Because I find them sexually attractive and they're doing all that yoga and I think instead of this yoga, why not sex? Much better than yoga. No yoga will ever end with a lovely orgasm unless you're really good at it. But sex, always an orgasm. Or it's not finished. Or your then, money back. Back to the yellow pages for another yoga. <laughs> dun, 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 yellow pages. They should know better. They're meant to be all serene and stuff. Yeah, but you say it. What you don't realise or have never come to accept is that I'm actually very charming and nice. Women like old Russ. Women it's charming fall for and old nice. Russ. Old Russ, as I call me, is nice and charming. It's not fall for. I mean it. I put yeah, people in touch with the moment. Turn mate. on the charm to get them, and then you phone them up like a PA phone. So I goes. Yes, you know uh, yesterday's <laughs> class. Yeah, you yes. you won't be required anymore. Oh, I thought it went rather well. He seems no, happy. No, he liked it. Yes, <laughs> completely. But uh, he wants another yoga teacher now with bigger boobs. Ah, <laughs> oh, big boob yoga. Surely that's the future for all of us. Who wouldn't enjoy that? Big lovely boobs and yoga. Don't, I better not think about sex because it makes me stop concentrating on what my job is. Dear Russell says Luke from Lincolnshire. I heard Steve Wright, who's also on Radio Two. Matt, don't throw sticks I when didn't I'm throw doing it. radio. I snapped it in half with sexual tension. <laughs> <laughs> so bloody charming. 
You were so sexually tense. You had to smash a stick up to celebrate. What would you do if you saw a scarecrow in a field punch it in the tummy till the straw come out? What's wrong with you? How's that connect to it? Because it connects, baby. Everything's connected. That's the nature of the universe. We're all connected by atoms. I love a scarecrow, though. Wouldn't you? You don't see them anymore. Where have they gone? They just put a bottle on a stick. That's not the same. It used to look like a man. Yeah, lovely gentleman. If it had come to life, you'd accept it. A bottle on a stick. You know when that come into life? Pfft, who cares? That's just the sort of thing Rob trains me with. A bottle on a <laughs> stick. I'll chase that around for months. <laughs> I'm wasting away. I'm wasting away. Get us pictures of scarecrows. Send them at russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. And don't you dare send one a picture of me saying that I'm a scarecrow because I'll be hurt by that. Though Jonathan Ross did judge a scarecrow competition in Hampstead and the winning scarecrow was me. Wait, it looks so unlike you. It did look like unlike I mean, me. you look more like a scarecrow than that looked like you, if you know what I mean. Yes, and I think that's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. plastic trousers on that scarecrow. Did I hate it? Oh, look at your trousers. Nice. Tight plastic trousers. <laughs> Much more better. Russell Brand, the new face of ladies' leggings. <laughs> <laughs> eh, well, are they making you a man pair then? I think they're planning to make a man What's pair. What's the difference? How are they going to make that I might have some more butch? Place to put my nuts in. My nuts are going flat down between my legs. My nuts and me. You've got flat nuts. <laughs> You've always said that. Hey, those guys are lovely. You've remarked more than once that they're a lovely set of no, swingers. They look yes. like stones you could skim across a lake. <laughs> they beaten flat. How dare you? It looks like a flesh avalanche tumbling down my legs. Yeah, it does. <laughs> a That's big good fleshy thing. avalanche. No, it's yes, not it good. Does. My nuts is like the elephant man's neck. <laughs> pair of little boxing gloves hanging there like the ones you have in a car <laughs> nonsense hogwash boulder dash all oh, right let me think of what they are actually like right space hoppers but dipped in air <laughs> I, don't oh. <laughs> I don't think there's any nice space way space hoppers dipped in hair yeah well hold on they're not that airy they're lovely my nutsack someone's once asked that they've been shaved i said they've not been well they were it's in the me, past because we had a picture of them with faces on oh yeah that's right you drew one of those faces so before know, you blame me, me you that. were part of that yeah. You were an accomplice after the fact, and during the fact as well, if I may be so bold. Ahem, here's He's been an email. trying to pick up a piece of paper with his dirty little foot. I managed it in the end, though, didn't I? You call them piggy bridges all you like, <laughs> saying they're like little trotters with a great big too high they're arch. Like little humpback bridges made out of pig flesh. Yeah, but if you imagine that they're not like that, because they're not, they're gorgeous little twinkle toes. Tell about how gorgeous your own body is. <laughs> Only isolated parts of it, I'm saying, is gorgeous. My little piggy bridges... Connected by revolting flesh. <laughs> All connected like by... museum pieces. <laughs> a beautiful scale down this revolting leg. It's <laughs> a lovely foot here. Look, the museum... Up the wet back. <laughs> to the scarecrow hair. <laughs> Who are these little Lilliputian dozer characters strolling around on this museum tour? I don't you, know. It's a lovely museum, the museum of me. It'll be a glorious exhibition. I look obviously nice in the nude. I saw me earlier today in the nude and I was very, very touched. <laughs> it was moving. The old spectacle. Now, come on. I'm in the middle of an electro letter from someone called Marcus. No. What was the one, Matt? I was in the middle of one, mate. Oh, yeah. I heard Steve Wright, said Luke from Lincolnshire. He said on his show that he thought you'd be a good choice for the next Doctor Who. Would you take this opportunity? What do you think you'd bring to the role? Bloody you would hell. be good on sort of paper. Yeah. That's where I, that's my medium. Paper. You put me <laughs> on paper, I'll work. It's television. That's where the struggle begins. Yeah. I'll be good in it. What do you mean? Why wouldn't I be good as a Doctor Who? Uh, because... Come on, because after David Tennant's more sort of reserved sort of one, go big. Me, I'd be like, um... Yeah, but the 
Doctor Who answers Baker. to a higher power. He's, you know, no, not time me. is his master. Lord, his master. He's and I just think you... Know, you try to turn everything round to a sort of camp innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, it's bigger in here than it looks on the outside. And I'm not talking about the TARDIS, I'm talking about my bum bum. See you later, darling. Exterminate. Exterminate more like it, you perverts. Yeah, you'd I'll see you upstairs. You'd have a different assistant. Like, Doctor Who has an assistant until they morph into <clears> another person. Oh, yeah. You Who would I get? It's very quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they'd be morphing. You'd have a different one for every seconds. show. There'd be no audience bonding with the assistant. Who's this assistant? This is ridiculous. <laughs> I can't get used to them. They're going at a rate of knots. The it's whole show would just be set in the TARDIS with you disciplining your assistant. <laughs> just that Listen, we're not doing any time travel. <laughs> you do get a few things straight. Where the pl- I like an espresso in the morning. <laughs> Where's my veggie shake? Hmm? I've been up at the cross trainer. It's asked me how old I am. Now you better lie to it and tell it I'm 25. Tell it I'm 25. If that cross trainer asks how old I am again, I shall kick it on its side. Me in for training. With a Dalek and a broom. <laughs> I want a Dalek and a broom handle to train me in a well-known dogging site. <laughs> okay, so there we go. That's what it might be like if I played Dockadahu. What a lovely sketch. No, it would have been there. good a few years ago. I think you've too vain. Well, yeah, and it's you, you know. We're making movies now. Thanks for the offer, Paul in Manchester. But we can't Via do it. Via Steve Wright. Via Steve Wright and other people who aren't Russell T Davis or the BBC or have any actual authority or control over it. What? Uh, yeah, I've, we've got very so busy, haven't we? We've got to do this film that I'm losing all this weight for. Get him to the Greek with Jonah. Got a bit. Would you ever do a fat <clears> up film? Would fat you ever up. Get- can't I just put like <laughs> oh fat I'm all up mate <laughs> no fat up what get all fat no, up it's, like the right, it's the biggest role ever you'll be the hugest star but then, literally <laughs> but you've got to be like a how big... much do you weigh 10 11 12 no 12 and a half stone I think I weigh I've not weighed really? myself for a bit but about, about that? all the jewelry off oh well I'm like a thin slender <laughs> seven stone <laughs> I'm a tiny thin reed of a right, man so 12 and a half stone say someone said mm. you had to be 16 stone <sighs> I'd look fat wouldn't I well, yeah. I don't think I'd like that, mate. But imagine you would. Imagine getting there. You just eat whatever you like. But wouldn't it? It would, it would make my sex all slow. I'd no, it wouldn't. You just do it differently. What a big pudgy like fellow. Barry White. You just lay there. <laughs> yeah, come talk. On. You know, you'd use your words. Get to... on there. Yeah, move it about, baby. Move my belly over there. <laughs> Flop it to the side. <laughs> There's no place you can hide. Oh yeah, bring him out. That's it. That's He's coming out in the open. Suck my boobies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll lactate if you're committed <laughs> enough. Just keep going. Oh yeah. Mm, all right. <laughs> Sounds would rather you, fun. Would you? No, I don't want to get that again. The old I was fat when I was a kid. Haircut. Never. Oh, yeah, all right, I'll do it, but for the right part. Once I'm famous here, get all nice haircut, yeah? Not yet. And where'd you years. go after this, once you're a big Hollywood star? Become a monk. Become that bloody oh, monkey. Oh, the revolution. Called... Yeah, of course, forgot, that. Yeah. Remember the revolution, spiritual revolution, inner peace, enlightenment, spread it all around. Something else to do. Once you've re- realised material world's illusion, on you go. Yeah, but that's very enlightenment. privileged position to, reti- to uh, well, see the material world's all the illusion. Work. Once you get to the... Pinnacle. Yeah, well, go on. Everyone can Get do it if up they there want. And then go, now listen, I know you're the biggest star in the world, but I want you all to know <laughs> this is stupid. It's been a silly waste of time. Did you see me in Get Up Some Green? I was brilliant. What about when I was all pudgy and I played Barry White, I was lactating Barry White? Did you enjoy that? Well, it was meaningless. Now we're all going to live on a bonkers new island called Do As I Say Land. <laughs> <laughs> Not as I do, country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be all right. No, well, we'll see, Matt. We'll see. We'll do a nice revolution. It'll be all all right. 
Now, <clears throat> let's get these films made. Aren't we supposed to be interviewing a young lady called Laura Marling? Not yet. Not yet. There's no time like the present, though. No. Why don't we play her record, and when we come back... No. We'll to what? It's my record Oh, it's next. your record. All right. What do you want to listen to? Stone the Crow by Down, which now, I ask for every week. Never get it. Oh, I will get it, it once, week. Oh, Oh, you're repetitive. I want you to dance to it. <laughs> I'll dance, baby. I'll dance myself thin like Adrian Brody. If you want to email us, russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. If you've got any questions for me, Matthew, or Noel, or if you want to carry on trying to name that uh, kitty of young Alex James. Yeah, this is from Tom, for example. Tom in Carlisle. Dear Russell, Matt G, before I saw pictures of Matt on the BBC website, I imagined to be a small, grey-haired and balding with stubble <laughs> and rectangular glasses. I was very surprised when he looked like a manicured Viking. Not yes. even manicured. No, I... <laughs> oh, you liked that, didn't I you? I looked like <clears throat> the lead character in Lord of the Rings. I nearly said fly. That troll? <laughs> <laughs> Pigsy, whatever his name was. <laughs> Pigsy, the fat lad, had a lot of the flies. That's me. No, what? Aragorn. You, wanna, you don't want to hairdresser look like him. said that to me once. A hairdresser? What were you doing in a hairdresser? How did they even let you in? a hairdresser. You silly man. So it was, a, it was a fella, was it, saying that to yeah, you? Yeah, he went, oh, you look like Aragorn. Oh, you look like Aragorn. You look like Lord of the Rings, mate. Oh, you was And then I panicked because I felt, oh, yeah. And then I mm. thought, he means a hobbit. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I asked him and he said no. Aragorn. It was clear, you asked him. You had the, yeah. the nous to clarify. Well, fair enough. Russ, says Niall, if Branson ever manages to send people to space, would you go, says Niall no, again. No, I wouldn't. No, I'm wants... not into dangerous things like that, because I don't like <coughs> flying. I think mm. you could die at any minute. You could. Go into space. What's the point? What's up there? Nothing. Nice to look That's at the called, Earth space. from, like, in one, you know, yeah, one vista. Apparently it messes you up to see the Earth in yeah, one vista. Yeah, a lot vista. of astronauts go mad when they come back. They go insane in the membrane. A man, that's too much power for one man, to just see the Earth like that. I think it's the opposite. I think you're too insignificant. Mm, I you realise, like oh my God, everything I know and love is on that little ball. I'd look down at it and I'd, <laughs> I'd, say, I'd, that. I'd say that when I look down my trousers. <laughs> Oceans, rivers, people, people's feelings, envy, <laughs> jealousy, it's all down there. Uh, this is it, someone's trying to name Alex's baby. Brie, call it Brie because of his cheese, says Sarah. And this is Sarah's already contributed no. one name, probably that's Cleopatra girl. Liquid at room temperature. You Power for room a child. temperature, you become liquid. Oh, no, no, no. And, and every room you're in is room temperature. Should be constantly liquid. I wonder what room temperature. Like they should get an official temperature for that. Yeah, I reckon someone should, Matt. Someone should do that. Okay. I'd like to know what that is. Uh, it's this temperature that we're in now. Russell.brand at bbc.co.uk if you know the answer. I'm not in charge of the controls. I'm not in charge of the temperature. Don't know if looking at me from underneath your new hat. I gotcha. Russell.brand at bbc.co.uk if you want to get involved. Get involved. Later on, we were talking to Noel Gallagher, but now to appease Matt Morgan. Hey, Morrissey was well chuffed with the appease Morrissey item last week. Oh, Mighty Joe shocking blue. Yeah, he was really moved. Well, if he hears right. me say <clears> something <throat> negative about him, don't ever whinger. say anything negative. He never whinges. No, That's I'm his persona. Joking. He's the greatest man that ever there was. Some Go. professional would say you're hungry. I am hungry. Go on. What's this thing? Room temperature. Oh, we room were, temperature. We were wondering what room temperature was. Saviour Wikipedia. Yeah, go on then. What is room well, temperature? Well, it says, it's also referred to as ambient temperature. It's a common term, blah, blah, blah. How what is Common it? range of 22 degrees Celsius to 28 degrees Celsius. That's too hot. Room temperature is hot then. Ideal sleeping temperature, uh, bedroom temperature is 18 degrees Celsius, 64 Fahrenheit. You want it a bit colder when you're sleeping? Why? Because you've got your blankets. Well, because oh, yeah, you're all hot so, and bothered because of all the... Bloody sex you've been doing! Oh. 22, 71. That's too warm, isn't it? Yeah, of course it's too warm. Room temperature's out of its mind if it thinks we're going to tolerate like that for a minute. cold room with a jumper on. I know you do. I've seen the way you live. It's disgusting. Well, you like being in a room that feels like you're 
you know, yeah. body temperature. I like it because I like to walk about nude. I like it as if the whole room's just a big sexy jacket and you're nude and you're having it Ugh. off with the room. Take that, society. On the phone, we've got a young lady, <laughs> Laura Marlin. She has been nominated for a Mercury Prize and why wouldn't she be? 18 years old. Imagine that, nominated for a prize. Breast- Here she is, look. Laura? Laura? Hello. Are you all right, Hello. dear? I'm Hello, very love. well, thank you. How are you guys? Well, Good. I'm hungry and Matt's hot. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what it can be reduced to, really. Okay. okay. Congratulations on your nomination. Thank you. Are you pleased? I'm, I'm very pleased. Very excited. Yeah, I mean, what's, what's your view on awards? Do you see them as meaningless tittle-tattle or do you sort of think, hey, this is great? Well, it's, it's nice when you're nominated for us. <laughs> that's it's all right. Nice. Yeah, I suppose so. It is nice to get nominated for an award. I kind of, you know, like how, like, spiritually, I think, oh, an award is meaningless, but once I get an award, I'd love it. I love that <laughs> award. Yeah. But really, of course, they're, you know, it's... Are you a happy person, Laura? Oh, I am very happy at the moment, yeah. Really. Go on. What's your life like? 18 years old, what do you, and you're, you're a pop star and everything. What do you have to do on a daily basis? <laughs> Not much, really. Well, you just well, loaf around. Well, I've been ill for two days, so I've been in bed for two days. What's up? Tell us what the symptoms are, we'll get to the bottom of this. <laughs> I just had a, a common cold and I'm a bit of a wimp, so I, um, I ah. enjoyed two days in bed. Matt's got a common cold, but he's elevated in his mind to something that Rock Hudson would have killed over for, <laughs> isn't you? <laughs> Nothing. You're just, a just bit a, under the weather. <laughs> a little bit. Stop <laughs> focus on the negative, though. Uh, never focus on negative. That's what no. I've learned. Are you really in Ireland on your tour? I am. Well, uh, no, we're just um, playing a festival here tomorrow, so, yeah, we're, we're mm. in Dublin. Is it going ever so well, your tour? Uh, well, I'm not on tour at the moment. I'm, I'm oh, you're not on tour? You're just in Dublin doing a one-off event at a festival? Yeah, in Dublin, having a great time. Don't go too mad, Laura. I won't. Don't worry, Russ. What's your private life like? Are you, are you in a love <laughs> affair? <laughs> um, well, I couldn't possibly say. Oh, right. Cause you, mm, nice work. Okay, because you're keeping your <laughs> private life private and distinctive. I like to imagine that <laughs> people do that, Russ. <laughs> I like to imagine that you go out of a puppet, like a fraggle or something, like, and you're all nice to it and treat it normal, but really it's just a fraggle. Yeah? Okay, okay. That's Matt, Matt's just commented that my interview technique is unprofessional. It's rubbish. Do you question it a bit, then? So, folk music. Yeah? yeah. Do you think it's having a resurgence? Mm, I think it might be. I think it might be, yeah, it's great. When it fully and this res- puppet boyfriend of yours. <laughs> <laughs> that big's his little puppet Willie. <laughs> See, it's irresistible to think about fraggle puppet Willies. It don't matter how think much folk research is. For me, I'll just be thinking about one of the fraggles in dungarees going out of a. Right, Go serious on. questions from you. Come on. Serious question from me, Laura. Yeah. <clears throat> Are you really a fan of the show? Are you really a fan of the show? I'm a huge fan of the show, and I'm with my uh, with my sister in Dublin. She's very kindly come with me, and she's a, she's a massive fan of you both as well. Oh, that's nice to know. What do you do? Download the podcast? Yes. yes. Well, this all right then. Help. Well, then, then if you're fans of the show, perhaps you'd like to do. And we want you to win that Mercury Prize. Who are you up against? <laughs> uh, well, Radiohead. No, nope, they're rubbish. Not Who else? No, nope, Radiohead. No, nope, they've already <laughs> had loads of prizes. They won't win. Who else is there? Uh, Burial, the anonymous dubstep. Nope. No. Nope. Okay. Nope. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Robert Plant and Alison Krauss. You're a shoo-in. Robert Plant? <laughs> he can't have a prize. He's had a lovely life already. It's your turn. It's your turn Adele. to win a prize. Uh, 
No, a, a come cell. on, we've, we're all um, over that. Portico Quartet. I, I think that you deserve this prize. I'm pretty determined that you should win it. Now, is there any way we can corrupt the process? Who is it voted for? The audience of the Russell Brown Show? Or is it a panel? Oh, a bloody panel. It's a panel, yeah. It's a panel. Oh. I hate panels. Oh, I'm in a panel. I'm in a panel. Because they won't let the person win who's, like, you know, most obvious to win, because they think, because they're yeah. egos. Yeah, oh, panel. we're a panel. Let's not let the obvious <laughs> one win. There's no point having a panel. You might as well have just read the mind of a Jungian unconsciousness and put that out there. Well, listen. If you're on that panel, you will give Laura her just desserts, a bloody award. Give it her. She's already you're gracious. She's grateful. She's 18. She goes out of a fraggle boyfriend. Give her what she deserves. Damn the world. God, I'm hungry. Right, now, why don't you help us in our regular item, Gay. Let's have a jingle of it, and like, because and you and your sister, she can join in as well. Gay! If you're gay and you've got a problem, come to Russ and Matt. We are the obvious choices to help you, as we understand everything about life. This is from Jenny Reardon. <laughs> She's from Texas, USA. Okay, so you're going to help us as well, Laura. And what's your sister's name? D. D? G. 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 Oh, G. So Georgina. Mm, we've got a G. I know. I know. And there's, and there's Mr. G from the Australian show Summer Heights, what I really like. Let's get all these Gs together and watch them. Oh, the lot of them all in a lovely circle, a daisy chain, pulling a train, all of them, the craziness of it all. Now, let's do this gay problem and get it solved once and for all. This is from Jenny Reardon, Houston, Texas, USA. Hello, all of you. I have a problem. I've recently been told by a mate that a good friend of mine is gay. I have no problem with this. Oh, you're so bloody liberal. Even for, for someone in Texas, that is quite liberal. Iraqi Matt, when he saw me say the word gay, pulled out a pistol from his pants, <laughs> started to fire it in the air and click his heels and stuff. He went crazy. But she's very sensitive about people knowing about how gay she is. She doesn't know I'm aware of the fact. I'm the only one of our group of friends that doesn't know, in inverted commas. And I feel like I inhibit her from being totally relaxed around me. How can I let her know that I'm alright about her being gay without making either of us feel awkward? Love from Jenny Reardon, mm. Texas. I know how. Do a blowjob on her. That after the blowjob, she'll know once and for all that you're utterly okay with a gay. That's my advice. Let's see what Laura says about it. Laura, what's your advice on this gay matter? Oh, I don't know. Set, set her up with someone. Set her up? Go, oh, are you gay? Because I've got a lovely lesbian for you. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> He's into it. Nice. Not bad. Good tip. Matt Morgan is twiddling with his moustache. Go on. Mm. What do you think, mate? Why is she the only one who hasn't been told... Like, why is she, mm. why is, like, she been left in the dark about it? Perhaps she's untrustworthy in some way. Maybe she's deemed to be homophobic. She's saying she hasn't got a problem with it. Yeah. Why, um, I would, what I would do is, instead of being all sheepish about it, go, why, am I the, why haven't I been told you're gay? Get I don't out care. There. Why be would crazy. I care? Why would like I care? Yeah, do be Front honest. Front it out. Front it out, sister. Get out there, sugar. Go on, go out there with your boobs out and say, Yeah, you want a piece of me? <laughs> what do you think I care if you're gay or not? And then we've all jiggling boobies. It'll be brilliant. What's stand for? Blackburn one. Take that, Paul Ince. But in the in gay news, on, let's get back to the gayness of everything. What what I wanna know is that what there, Laura, mm, yeah, you yeah. Matt says brazen it out. I say nosh her off. What does your sister G say? Well, do, what do you think about um, a girl who's come out of oh, the film and watched her friends later? Laura's got to relay the information. No, I got, I put it on speakerphone. What? Yeah, oh, so, put it oh, on. So. 
Fuck you. I'll put it on speaker. Fuck you. Got any gay advice? Have you got any gay advice? She's got some advice. Has she? No, no, she says no. She's got no gay advice. She's got no gay advice. useless sisters. Do you know what? If you two, once that fraggle's out of the way, I'm going to seduce the pair of you sisters. And there, that'll wake you up to yourself. You don't know how she might be a younger sister. Uh oh. How old's your sister? She's older, don't worry. She's Yes! Look at that. Take that, society. Everything's going well. Well, okay. Well, the real solution is a lovely sister act. You strumming away on your guitar, me strumming away on your sister. It's the glorious oh Russell God. Brand Museum oh, tour. So I apologise for this interview. So what? It's gone from frankly bad to worse. This has been the best interview of my career. What's wrong with this interview? I've liked it. We've helped some lesbians. We've helped... You've done football scores and said you're hungry for that. <laughs> <laughs> like some sexist husband. <laughs> How dare you call me sexist after all I've been through. Strumming on a sister. Strumming on a sister. You need to go on a course. I am not going on another course. Not after that last course. Oh, go on, be nice. Never again. I've done enough courses in my time. Can't take drugs. Can't do sex on who you want. Well, that's it. No more courses. That's what I say. That's my final word. Laura, you are going to win that Mercury Prize if I have to interview individually go around that panel and kick their faces in. You will get that Mercury Prize. Yeah? Thanks. Let's get behind oh, that. Laura Thanks. Marlin, Mercury winner, 2008 Radiohead. Come on, grow Chances. up. <laughs> what a bunch of jokers. I don't even think it's a proper band. <laughs> there we go. Okay, so that's all good, clean fun. Laura, is there anything you want to say or promote or do, darling? Dear person? Oh, no, just uh, nice to talk to you guys. It's lovely talking to you. Lovely to talk to you. Imagine when you listen to the podcast, you'll be in it. That'd be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Tell your sister G that she comes across as a, a hateful homophobe for not offering <laughs> any gay advice. And that's how we'll okay. be trailing her throughout the, t- the rest of the show. Thanks, Laura. Nice talking to you. Good luck with the Mercury Prize, though. I'm pretty sure it's in the bag. Take it easy. Thanks, bye. guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Get well. Get well soon. Get well, Laura Marley. What, what are you looking at me like that what for? What a terrible interview. It was one the, of the great... So the beginning like... of it, you were ratting around for a bit of paper. You weren't even thinking what you were no, saying. No, it was because I was angry, mate. I was looking for this paper. <laughs> if I have to. If I have to, mate, I will not bow down to this. I'm peckish. Do you want to go something eat after the show? Uh, mm. yes. Okay, we'll do that. But coming up in a minute, it's Noel Gallagher. You should have some breakfast. Oh, no, I should have I had, had some. Breakfast. I had some granola, but I'm just still so peckish. I wish I could have... Here, Iraqi Matt, will you get us a banana? I'd love a banana from Iraqi Matt. Oh, you should have seen the way he looked at me as if I was the enemy of freedom then. <laughs> <laughs> I won't vote in your elections. I won't do it, McCain, Obama. Those aren't even real noises. Okay, coming up shortly, Noel Gallagher. But before that, let's see what this letter says. We have got to play <clears throat> Laura's song as well. We will. She's going to win the Mercury Prize, that girl. I can feel in my bones. This is from Dr. Nicola, who claims to be a genuine doctor. I've just seen this on eBay. The main accessories needed to make a convincing Russell Brand outfit. Scary fright wig, which isn't a very... <laughs> well, that's hurtful. Perhaps you could borrow some of Matt's special mane and towel shampoo so that people don't describe your hair in such unflattering terms. Also, I wanted to say that the cleaner who cleans my office is terrified of Russ and always eyes his poster on the wall by my desk warily. She claims to have the second sight and says he has the eyes of a devil. Really? I ain't got the eyes of a you devil. Have. Oh, once I was tired, mm, I looked yeah, at a picture yeah. of you on the internet and you morphed into a devil. That's just supernatural that. powers that I've got. There's nothing wrong with supernatural powers. A lot of charismatic figures have supernatural powers. Anyway, Teresa Palmer, who I go out with, her mum's well religious and she says I'm like Jesus. So cop that. 
Stick that in your pipe yeah, and smoke it. Yeah, that's because you're it. best behaviour when a girlfriend's mum. Well, I'm good as gold. When you you're know? on the internet, you're a little devil. <laughs> I'm a saucy little monkey on that internet. When I'm on the super highway, we play it my way. But then I suppose people say that of Jack Nicholson. Some yeah. people just have that look. It's just the charisma, that is. That's all that is. Let's see what else she says. She says, he has the eyes of the devil and the look of Jack the Ripper, and it prevents her from performing her duties effectively. That's just an excuse for being a bad cleaner. Bad cleaner. Thanks, Matt. You always stick up for me when it comes to the crunch. Anyway, keep up the good work. What? Good work of looking like a devil rapist murderer <laughs> from the past? How can that ever be good work? Come back Hang to the what, what are the other things that make up your costume? Just, it seems like a disgusting wig. His costume. On eBay, put in Russell fancy dress, Russell Brown fancy dress. I don't know how eBay works. I've never tried to work it. I don't know what it does. I've bought a few things from Have there. you, mate? What have you had off there? A table, I expect. You look um, to strike me as a man who'd buy a table under some pressure. Some DVDs once. Mmm, dirty devil. Nick, you have the... Wurzel Gummidge, actually, I'm, once. I bought a load of Wurzel Gummidge stuff. That guy, I love He's brilliant. He's brilliant. Now, Your, um, just... The other day, Russell was yeah. Addy's costume on. Mm, yeah, wig and all that. What was I doing? Oh yeah, I was doing just a job. done a photo shoot or something. Oh yeah, I've been home. on ETV, where I'd been interviewed for on E Channel by someone called Ben Lyons, and uh, it's the first time someone in America has had to dress up as me. You know, they dressed in my co oh, I want to be like you, dressed up as me. Yeah, right. It begins. It Flattery. begins. Flattery. Yeah, the flattery battery has been well charged. But I remember when Jonathan Ross dressed up as me, and Rory Bremner, and Lee Francis, and Alistair McGowan, they've all dressed up as me at different times to poke fun and ridicule <laughs> me. There. So, but go on. When you were in your costume, looking nice. Has been had fun, poked at it. Yeah. And you and like you were hungry, and you wanted someone to go and get you some food. Oh yeah. Which is how so peckish. The modern man gets his food, <laughs> shouting at the PA. I didn't shout. I merely. I didn't even shout. I goes. I'm. Oh, goes. I'm really hungry. And you someone goes. Trying to get some put food. Put your hands on your hips and bring food. <laughs> your <laughs> There's a dog loose in the wood. There's a dog loose in the wood. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm going to drink your milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Daniel Plainview. Oh. Yeah, so, Look, all I've done was, he no, said I was hungry. Someone went to go and get food, mm -hmm. but that person, I was yeah. Nicola, and she had to undress you, and you said, well, before you go, I need to be undressed. Well, I was all he dressed. He can't undress himself. <laughs> he refuses to. <laughs> he has to be taken upstairs like a naughty little baby and undressed. <laughs> I've got a lot of jewels on, mate, and makeup on. It has to come off somehow. All that stuff in my hair. I have a routine. What you yeah, don't but you know. You could go upstairs, take your stuff off while they went to get you food. You could do that on your own. Someone else went and got the food. Why do you need someone to go and get you food while someone else is undressing you? Well... Who do I'm, you think you are? I am a helping the economy. A horse. <laughs> I'm helping the economy. All these... I'm creating work, is what I'm doing. <laughs> One person undress me. Another person make me feel better inside. What do they do when they undress you, then? Is there, like, a... Do they have to, like, take off each piece of jewellery and lay it down? Yeah, no, what do you? Happen? Are you quiet? I just... I'm silent watching it all unfold. They pull your trousers down? They pull down my trousers and pants. Take your socks off? Yeah, I leave my pants on, though. Do you sit on the bed? I sit, sometimes I'm on the toilet while it happens. <laughs> it's a nice place to sit. It's only or a bidet. No, I just sit, I just stand up for a lot of it. And like, I, I do, I tell you what, a lot, of the you donkey, a lot of the donkey work is done by me, Matt. I'll be honest with you. I do take a lot of the burden of like undressing put, myself. When they say put your arms up, you put them up. Up they go, like a rocket <laughs> on some occasions. <laughs> hey, why don't we get Noel Gallagher on the phone? Have you got yeah, his yeah. Uh, phone number out there in England or do you need us to tell you it? You should have it. Get him. He's on his mobile. Give him a bell. We'll be talking to Noel Gallagher very shortly. We've just had that confirmed. Oh, I'm so hungry. I wish I could eat, eat some something. sugar. There's some sugar here. What, just eat a bag of sugar? I don't eat a bag. That's of the it. sort just... of thing that happened in Schindler's List. What do you want me to do? Put a bit of blood on my cheeks so I look healthier? Not me, mate. Not on my watch. 
Eat it. some sugar. It's only a blood sugar level that's dipping. Is that all that's happening? Making you do all these bad interviews. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the great... That was like Parky and Muhammad Ali. It was great. It wasn't. We got to the bo- make he that girl tick. through, like, is it nice to be nominated for an award? Good question. As if she's ever going to go, nice? naturally, I feel abused. <laughs> 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 Look, mate, what do you had a chance? What do you say? It's folk having the Bible. It's folk music up a Bible. Yeah, but then Silly at least question. you show that you know something well, about actually, music. I, and... yeah. I'm just showing off for you, is it, Corbett? <laughs> Adjusting your sunglasses. Look, what you're supposed to do, and I'll tell you this technique in case your radio show ever gets off the ground, which I doubt because you're not committed enough. When you're asking a question, you have to, use, have to use how, what, why, when, where, so that they can't answer yes or no. How do you feel being nominated? Can where I have sex with you? your sister? Can you and your sister envisage a situation where you overlook the idea of incest and got it on? Boom, boom. Just put that bill in the side, baby. <laughs> you keep squeezing. I'll never forget my first pornographic film, Garage Girls, it was called, and it was a bloody good what movie. What part did you play? <laughs> I was Samantha. I was the foxy one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what our caller told you. Up was the best line of the film, if you ask me. Keep struggling, the man said. It makes it look more real. What are you talking about? I'm just a lot because I'm hungry. You know what happens. My mind's gone all so wrong. Think, the first porno film you watched was Garage Girls. And what's that got to do with that thing you just said? These are some of the lines they said in the film. How many times did you watch it? A lot. It was my favourite film. You learn the words. That and ET. Forget this sex stuff. <laughs> this acting is dynamite. It was quite funny. There was good bits in it. I recommend anyone to try it and get quite garage. funny. <laughs> it was good, Garage Girls. So your review. Belinda, Samantha. I can't remember all of the Garage Weirdo. Girls. Look, I bet you good. created a world in your head where you were going out <laughs> with one of them. <laughs> no, I didn't. We were like Charlie's Angels. We were a team. I was in charge of them in my imaginary world. How old was this happening? I was quite eight. <laughs> <laughs> Whose porno was it? Your dad's? I think I got it off my dad, yeah, I nicked it. Garage Girls. Oh, it's brilliant, it was. Also, though, it was a version for English videos where they'd cut out most of the good sex. Mm. It was, so it wasn't that rude, really. It was just more the story. I quite liked it. And also, that their boob would slip out while they're on the phone. It's sort of cheeky. I like cheeky porn. I like cheeky porn. I don't like hardcore porn. Too much. It it's makes on... you feel bad about yourself. It's just too much. It's like watching um, CCTV videos of fights. It's too... Yeah, people piddling and being sick and being upset. Yeah. Yeah. That's no lifestyle for it's a young gentleman like strange. us. He wants a bit of cheeky. There's, who's that director? Uh, Tinto Brass. Tinto There's Brass. There's a film called Cheeky. It's and it was just women bend over and you see out their skirt and yeah, stuff. stuff oh, like that. I love it. it takes you back. It's Saucy lovely. postcards. Saucy postcard humour. Benny Hill. Sexism. That's what, <laughs> we, that's what we endorse actively on our radio show. If you want to email us, russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. And if Noel Gallagher's not on the phone now, will he ever be? Noelie, Noelie, is he there? Did he answer his phone from Seattle? I texted him enough, didn't I? Is he not there? Is he... You're ring- we're ringing now, said Gareth, the producer who supports Hull City. What Would a you, um, How... Like, would you do porn? Would you? No. Could you envisage a path where you would have ended up doing it, or do you think you wouldn't be able to do it? On... Well, we could, I suppose, if I grew up. But I just my mind's too busy to get an erection when there's loads of things going on. Like, you know, if there's a threesome or a foursome, and they're all women and me, I don't. I mean, I mean we was all right when we used to do the. <laughs> but I don't like porn, really. Also, I don't think it should be filmed, really. I don't want to see my face. I've always been confused by people. I don't like porn from you. Not being in it, 
I like to watch it, of course, you know, if everyone seems to be enjoying themselves. But Mums teaching teens? M- those teens are not the mums of the teens they're teaching. They're just a mum teaching another teen. The mum is teaching a teen that's its niece or something. You look too deep into pornography. How do you mean? What do you mean? Well, you learn the words of a porno. Yeah. And they go, the mum is not related to the teen. <laughs> I've spoke to the, uh, the manager of mums teaching teens. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is momsteachingteens.com is a damn fine site, and these teens don't seem to be learning anything. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got Noel Gallagher on the phone, the inventor of that website. <laughs> Noel Gallagher. Hello, Noel. All right, Noel? mate. Noel? Oh, all right, how are you doing? All right, mate. All right, mate. Oh, yeah, we're all okay. We've missed you a bit. Are you all right? Where are you? Seattle? No, I'm in... Uh, hang on a minute. Well, oh, Calgary dear. in Canada. You cliche. You don't even know where you are. You're a rock cliche. It's Wednesday. Must be Calgary or Saturday. I'm whatever in this Calgary day's actually called. in Canada, which is officially in the middle of nowhere. Do you like it? You happy? Not really. It's a bit creepy, to be honest. Why? What have you seen? What's happened to you, mate? Nothing. It's just a bit like it's a bit like that place in the signing. Do you know what I mean? Do you want to turn your telly off or something, mate? The same kind in the background. I've nosing up our radio show more than usual so, when you come on. So it. in the background. That's. I'm in the dressing room with the rest of the guys, you know. What, from the band Oasis that you're in? The rest of the That's guys? That's right, oh, yeah. Shall I, shall I go outside? Is that any better for you? We're not letting Liam on this radio show. Go on. No. Oh, Liam. 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 Where's John? Yeah. He only does. What? What's going on? Good. Look, see, you've confused Noel. Noel, get away from those boys. They'll bully you! He's got a radio on or something. Look, Noel, you've got a radio on or something. You're probably listening to our radio show, you little, you little queen. <laughs> <laughs> They're so into it. What are you up to? No. No! Oh, what's he doing oh, there? Why do we talk Look, see, like when this? you speak, there's a little Yeah. That's it. Hold on, then something else happened. Now he's gone altogether. What's wrong with Noel Gallagher? We've given he that said man it's creepy everything. There, it's it? creepy here. <gasps> I like a few women, but I like men an awful lot more. He's back. Thank heavens. Noel Gallagher is now back conducting the interview in the fashion that we know he likes best, just announcements of his preferences. I wonder what happened to Noel then. Imagine something supernatural has happened to him. He was backstage with the guys, then there was a mysterious noise, then Noel Gallagher disappeared. I was very surprised that no one picked up last week on him saying that he went and took drugs in the Queen's bathroom. Well, I think he's said that officially before. Oh, he said it officially? I think so. Hello, I'd like to officially announce I've done some drugs conference. in the Queen's bathroom. Oh, well done. Have a cigar. You're going to go far. Oh, it's sad that we lost him. Oh, no, I miss him again now. Let's get him back on the phone and t- turn off the radio. I mean, he's been in the music industry in the world of publicity probably 20 years or something, hasn't he? And he still no. don't know his oh, arse yeah, from his elbow. Ridiculous way to live his life. He was a roadie before he was bloody well in Oasis, wasn't he? He should know what how things work. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. He just Matt. doesn't learn. Why can't he be more... He could be a bit more... Go, go into voicemail. What <laughs> Ga- is, can we hear his message? His Sarah does his message, doesn't she? Oh, really? Hello, Noel can't come on the phone at the moment. It's like that, isn't it? Hempeck like little man. He is a bit hempeck. You'll not leave your own message, Noel. Noel hasn't eaten all of his dinner yet. He's not going to come to the phone. Noel can't do an interview because he's listening to the radio. He's all confused <laughs> by him and the rest of the band are pulling his hair. Oh dear, poor old Noel Gallagher. Well, we spoke to him briefly. I'd like to use this opportunity to say, well, we love him, do we? Yeah. Okay, well, let's get on with our radio show, what we do every single week. <clears throat> it's my. Item news. <clears throat> Matt, listen to this. It's going to knock your socks off. A Chinese man who swore to God he didn't owe money to a neighbour was hit by lightning a minute later. Can you imagine? The man named XU, or Zhu probably, made the oath in front of a crowd of neighbours in Fuquing City, reports some Chinese newspaper. He vowed that he'd never borrowed money from Mr. Huang, who claimed that he'd borrowed 500 quid. 
uh, so that's the equivalent of 40 quid. He borrowed 500 yuan three years from me for a friend's marriage gift, but he's denied it ever since, said Huang, who went to Zhu's home to demand the payment. I told him if he dared to swear to God he didn't owe the money, then I would waive his debt, said Huang. Zhu made the oath, but was struck by lightning a minute later. Chinese news! Well, that's not true. You what? You don't think that would have happened? You don't no. think God's going to immediately strike people? But like, if you actually went there and investigated that, they go, well, like a day later, he's yeah. sort of, his house was struck by lightning. I don't believe Huang for a minute. Is, okay. is you even dead? I mean, what does it He's all not mean? not dead, is it? It was just, you don't die normally. I've been struck by lightning. Well, if you don't die, I wouldn't mind it. No, it's quite bad for you. Is it? Because it was well, still dramatic die, while it was going I mean, on. People can survive. Imagine you could compose yourself enough to go, I am the chosen one! <laughs> while it was happening, everyone would have to believe you. Mm. So, not all bad, is it, being struck by lightning? Look on the bright side. Zoo. Mushroom you, soup. If it happened to you, you would think, it's, it's an endorsement of me. It's the gods. from this god flirting with me. God, you little sex pot. <laughs> from now on in, I'll live a better life. As you. And now, here's another thing. Divorcee to lose house over 20p. A Bulgarian divorcee has been told he can have his house repossessed because he ain't coughed up alimony payment to his wife at 20p. Vasil Yordanov of Hazvasco has been ordered to pay the sum of part of a divorce settlement 15 years ago but forgot now a judge has warned him that he's facing a visit from the bailiffs and all his property could be repossessed if he fails another order to pay up yes matt what was it what, what he owes 20p 20p yordanov said i got a letter from the courts and at first i thought someone was playing a joke on me then i checked i found they was being completely serious i've had a look around my house for, for something that looks like it's worth 20p and i thought maybe a toilet roll would be about right <laughs> there we go solving divorce alimony i never understand the whole bailiff thing but they burst into your house <clears throat> yeah they burst in how are they an expert as a meat Head on yeah. the value of things. Well, in my experience, they take too much. there's normally one meathead and then like a ratty one that knows about value of TV sets. When I was a younger man, well, a child living at my house, they come around. My mum managed to cry them out the door though with crying. But when they turned up once when I was older, it turns out they weren't even real bailiffs, but actors employed by John Knoll, yeah. our manager. But you are allowed to say. Look, you, are, you don't have to let them in, do you? I think once you've opened the door, I don't know if they've got the authority they can't push to push the door aside. in. They can't shove you aside. I mean, they, they, they say to you, oh, because I used to live in a house that had a lot of uh, debts mm. from uh, previous tenants. Oh, yeah. They'd come around and go, are you Mr. Blue? And I'd say, no, no. I'm not. And they go, oh. And they give up. So you just have to say you're not that person. Exactly. If you claim to be, for example, Lupe Fiasco, go about <laughs> your business. I'm Lupe Fiasco, go away. I'd like to know how it works. I do, because a bailiff's not a superhero. A bailiff can't come strutting in our house, kicking our door in, taking our washing machine because of a divorce payment when we're not even married. That's not how life should be. Why don't we get Mr G to go up to a microphone and do a poem that summarises the events of this show using his mind and talent and ungrateful little body. <laughs> Here he is, Mr G. Okay, this poem is called The Fired House. <laughs> With the final octave that rocked it, rings for roses test optics. Faceless voices expose choices with God's endorsement of shocked bits. The good doctor space hopped it with a Lord Viking or Hobbit, befriending the Branson with a plan to fly cheap supersonic. Airbag the vomit, Alex James flute winking symphonic, bellowing to cellos in the devil throes of a broom handle colonic. Adorning Lorna with the award of Fraggle Rock scoring, wet tailing the genitalia until the VMAs are calling. Woo, Mr. Woo. G, best one ever, yeah! All right. Actually, I preferred last week's, but it's still a good one, yeah! Mr. G, we love him, I adore him, I'll do anything for him. You all right, Matthew? Yeah, just got a text. What did it say? Noel's Mrs. Sarah saying, it's not me on his phone, Jesus, we're not freaks. G it is, yeah? 
thanks very much. Oh, oh, someone's bought me some raisins. It. More raisins. Hang those that speak of less. Let's get them raisins in my mouth. It is there on his answer phone, isn't it, Matt? You've heard his answer phone. I don't phone. think I've ever Oh, he must always answer, answer your calls. Oh, hello. It's a window <laughs> into reality. I'm pretty sure. Oh, these raisins, they're picking me right up. Love them. Oh, we can't get enough. I'm in California. These will be genuine. So, what are you eating now? Mon monkey food? Yeah, I've gone back to Bananas monkey Bananas and raisins. Yeah, uh, if, if a monkey wouldn't eat it, I won't do it. That's my attitude in life now. If a monkey wouldn't, I won't. <laughs> That's yeah. why it's a bum-scratching <laughs> celebration of glory around my house every night. Okay, what a show it's been, and it's nearly at an end. I'd like to thank our guests, Alex James, and all too briefly, Noel Gallagher. What oh. a rubbish brief interview with Noel Gallagher. I know. All right, oh, it's creepy around here. I wanted to know what was creepy about it. Also, we could have got Liam on the phone for a bit, but... There you go. That's life, isn't it, Matt? Sometimes things don't go... Them's as the breaks. Them's are. Them certainly are, Stanley. Next week, we'll be live from the Paramount lot, where we'll be rehearsing the MTV Awards, including such diverse people as Diddle Sticks McGee, whoop whoop, <laughs> and Kittle Pap. They're all going to be there. And uh, we don't Myers know... Slash. Mm, slash might be... We'll oh. phone no earlier on. Yeah, phone no earlier, planet, get Slash as well. Well, there's going to be all sorts of guests. It's going to be a fantastic radio show. Thank God I've got these raisins. That's the main thing I keep the thinking about. The people at home don't care about you I eating raisins. they don't. That's probably why it took so long, because people don't care about my raisins. Do you want me to do another news item, mate? Quickly, come all on. All right. Then we'll wrap up this oh, we radio haven't show. named Alex Change. Right. Alex, your baby's going to be called Gethsemane. Yeah, that was the best one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Call it Gethsemane, mate. Go on. Alex, get in touch with us next week and tell us if you actually did. And good luck, Alex, on conducting we that orchestra. Laura Marling's song. <gasps> oh, God. Put a bit of it on. Right away. We've said we would we'll and we play must. play next week. Oh, no, we could play a bit of it. We just now. Look at the time. Just play 20 That's seconds. Ruder, yeah, we'll talk over it. Hold on. And then we'll play all of it next week. Oh, I like this. This is a teaser for next week. Teaser. Do you feel teased? Oh. He walked down a busy street, staring solely at his feet. I like her. pictures like of past lovers at his side. Oh, she's cute. Stood at the table where she sat and removed his hat in respect of her presence. Presents her with the pictures and says, These are just close that broke my heart before she I met Suzanne you. Suzanne Vega. These yeah. are just close Give that broke her an my award. heart before I met you. And Joni Mitchell. Give her an award. Opened up his little heart, unlocked the lock that kept it dark. Read a written warning, saying I'm still mourning over ghosts, over ghosts, over ghosts, over ghosts that broke my heart before I met you. Huh. Like Perhaps it. this song might be about me. You big head. Well, ghost broke my heart before I met you. Why I, all what have you up. got to do with ghosts? Apart from the fact you're mildly creepy. I'm ghostly, and I, with my satanic eyes and my Jack the Ripper appearance yeah. according to a cleaner in Slough. Hmm? Maybe it is about I me. I still think everyone's secretly in love with him. In a way, they are. Somebody, they? somebody once worked with us and went to work somewhere else. Yeah. But, yeah, he had to leave. He <laughs> had a crush on me, obviously. I don't know if anyone else noticed it. It's like, no, he... Matt, I, don't I don't know if you've noticed. Don't know if you noticed that Peter, has who the engineer, looks rather embarrassed <laughs> since you've brought up this falling in love with Russell. He just knocked a, a Valentine's card into the bin. <laughs> 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 They're all so crazy in love. The silly, silly sods. The poor lovesick fools that they are. <laughs> Noel Gallagher too embarrassed to stay on the phone. Very fishy. <laughs> Alex James calling his daughter Rusty. Oh, <laughs> very sus. Very sus indeed. Well, what a lovely show it's been. What a lovely poem. By Mr. G, what a lovely comp uh, contribution from Laura Marlin. I like her. I like yeah, her record. Yeah, sounds good. We'll play that next week. We'll play all of it next week. It's going to be brilliant. There was a lovely story. What a nice teaser it was. When do you reckon she'll win the Mercury Prize? Is Soon. it next week? I don't well, know when that is. You get your, your fans. Mm-hmm. 
get the to fans corruptly kill get Alex Jones to mm. win that competition, yeah. get Laura Marlin to win her competition. Come on, flying monkeys, glorious fans. Get them people to win them things. They deserve them more than anything. Let's get people winning stuff. Let's keep everybody happy. It'll be part of our glorious revolution. Matt, have you enjoyed the show, darling? Oh, a great time, really. Why are you holding your head in your hands looking so <laughs> forlorn? Oh, you know. Come on, go to a restaurant, get something to eat. Well, thanks very much for listening to our radio show. We'll be back next week, live from the Paramount lot. Paramount's making our movie we're making as well, Matt. And it'll be the MTV Awards the very next day. It's going to be a fantastic show. But for now, we'd like to thank everyone that's been involved. Keep sending us your emails. We love you. This is BBC Radio 2, online on digital on 88 and 91 FM. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-